Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, let's start this. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Andy. Hey, now. And we got George. Hello there. Hey. All right, this is episode 210, Pay to Play. Andy, I almost went, hey, now. Hey, you now. should have. No, I'll I don't went, that. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'll save that. All right. Uh, who wants to go first with their week? And my voice is cracking. Dude, you know where I got Hey Guys from, right? You probably don't uh-huh. know because I've never talked about this. It was what Justin Pucci used to always say. Hey, guys. Oh, that's true. So that's mm-hmm. 210 episodes. You guys finally figured got the whole scoop. Nice. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Because, you know, Justin invented the phrase, hey, now. Or hey guys, <laughs> hey guys. Well, no, I know that that's been a topic that everybody's wondered about. All right, let's just get on with the show. Wait, wait, that is? No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't heard about this. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I've been pulling my chain. All right, what's up? All right, who wants to go first? I can go first, man. Yeah. I flew on Sunday. Nice. Had had a good time at the field. It was a really strange day. It was supposed to be. I don't know. It was kind of overcast. It was nice. We had like a bunch of seasons in one day. Yeah, really. It was was windy. It was hot. It was cold. It wasn't really hot, but uh, the sun did come out at one time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I flew to Oxy 5, man. The first flight I had was was good. I had a great first flight, and then everything was downhill from there. Like, I flew 690. It was acting really strange. And I don't know if it was the wind. I think the winds were crazy. Devin kept saying the winds are crazy up there and i don't know and then i flew to oxy 5 again and oxy 5 i had not such a good flight on that but uh, it was fun to see everybody man i haven't seen devin and rob mcclellan in i don't know how long and bill showed up and uh we just had a we had a ball man mike d was there and uh got to see dan the man Mm -hmm. actually stopped by the field which was cool yeah cool yeah and uh i think that's all i did man had some fun at the field. Cool. Nice. I'm probably forgetting like 12 different other things that I did. But I don't know. Who wants to go next? Uh, I could go next since um, we basically flew on Sunday together. Take it away. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, flew on Sunday. Um, yeah, met up with uh, Dan Renane. He came up and picked up the fuel that we got ordered. I think, uh, I don't know. I've, I've never packed this many cases of fuel in my car where the suspension was dropped in the back. Oh, you took but, some uh, too? I took like no, no. I brought from Rob's house to to the field like I don't know, sixteen cases or fourteen cases. Oh, in my I car. didn't know that. Yeah, I loaded my car up. I thought Rob had all that. No, he had less than I did, and he had the pickup truck, and I got a little SUV. Jeez, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah. So yeah, picked up the fuel on Saturday. Went Sunday, met up with Dan, gave him the fuel. So. You know, um, for him and all the North Carolina boys. So this is gonna be for the chill out. Um, let's see what else. I was tuning. I was flying the gasser, and the first time flying the gasser with the canopy. And I don't know, like 
I, I think it's all in my head. And because the canopy is a carbon fiber canopy, it doesn't weigh much. But I'm like, damn, this helicopter feels heavier for some reason. <laughs> uh, and it's like, you know, it, it had a little more bobble in the head and stuff. And I just was like, okay. So I tried to tune it, and Dan was helping me a little. We're trying to figure out, you know, try to get the gains right on the head so it doesn't. Anytime I do like a collective move, like collective stop, or if I even if I just go full collective punch out, like the helicopter wobble a little mm-hmm. on the head. So we're trying to figure that out, and I think I got most of it tuned out, but it's not perfect, but it's good enough that I can fly without worrying about it, you know, without it being like without me losing confidence in it or anything. So. So I'm okay with where it is now, and I'll just keep flying it until that motor breaks in more and more. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and then I flew the Black Nitro, and it was going really good for a while. And then it wasn't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I had another electronic issue with that helicopter, second one in three weeks. So I'm rebuilding it yet again. Um, I mean... It's it's funny because, yeah, the thing went down, it was inverted, um, you know, and it just shut off on me. And basically, I, I, I tried to flip it over when I got control, but um, it wasn't enough. I it was like three feet off the ground. So the tail boom hit the ground and, oh, you know, the boom, boom broke. Um, so there goes my um, Drake scheme that's done now. Uh, the blades broke, which is whatever. Blades always break in most crashes. Tail push shots and so the boom broke. The belt looks fine. One of the things I did notice, too, when I was taking off is that the clutch was engaging kind of high. Didn't think much of it, just that, you know, the clutch is probably wearing in, so I should probably replace it soon. Um, But, yeah, I I flew it, and I was inverted, and shit just shut off on me, and um, and it went in. You figure out what happened or anything? uh, Yeah, I mean... As far as I can tell, the Neo rebooted on me in flight. Okay. Oh, man. The engine, engine went to idle. Sucks. Right? The engine was it was still running. The engine was running. There was nothing wrong with that. It just went to idle. But, you know, at idle, the clutch disengaged, and I had no head speed. So I didn't have any authority to even try to flip it over. Yeah. I might have fared better if I just let it land on the head nice and slow. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> you know? Probably. Actually, probably. Yeah, but, you know, at, at the moment of happening, it was like, oh, crap, right. I have nothing. Yeah. Oh, crap, mm-hmm. I have something. Flip it up. It's in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, what it dude. is. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because I have like I don't care about the boom. I'm gonna put my old um cattle mod orange set back on. And I have an extra tail push rod. Um so really blades and and I wanna do maintenance on it, do the new new clutch on it and a new clutch bell. The bell, the housing and the clutch itself. I wanna just kinda replace that whole mechanism, the clutch sack. So I'm I'm okay with that. Um, it's just really the blades. It's like, ah, oh, crap! I gotta spend another hundred something bucks for blades, you know. And, and those were only two flights old. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. Yeah. Dude. You know, and the time of going through it and fixing it all—that it yeah. sucks. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm gonna take that Neo out of there, and and it's a Gen One first, like it's the first Gen V link, you know, with the shorty antennas and stuff. Um, that's funny, man. I had the same problem with the logo. Or what I think was the same problem. Well, you had it with a V-Link, though, like a, a satellite V-Link. So that, oh, that's I thought kind that's of what a, you meant. No, no, no. This is like a V-Link like, built into it. But this is an original version um, with the short antennas instead of the, the bigger 180-millimeter oh, okay. antennas they put on there now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I heard, and this is just more speculation, but I heard like the older V-Links eventually fail because the way that they soldered a receiver onto the board kind of like breaks a connection. Yeah. You know. Do you may- think, uh, and I don't know anything about anything, but do you think it has something to do with the touch? Because I don't ever remember anyone having problems with the the old radio. I don't know. You know, I mean, some folks think... Uh, Just curious. If some folks think, think that the, the touch is... Like they've seen, they've been just like you. They've been noticing more issues with the touch than the non-touch. Because I remember, I don't ever remember have anyone having any kind of problem like this with the old radio. I don't know. I I mean, I used to have problems with the V-Link satellite, like Kevin's having with this. Oh, okay. I've had that issue, but that was usually like on you know, like smaller helis that are like power hungry for the servos are too hungry for the BC that. That's yeah, on those yeah. smaller ESCs. Kind of like a brownout. Yeah, yeah. Just enough voltage drop that it, it, mm-hmm. it rounds out. Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know. I, I have my opinions about Mikado and, and reservations about it, but, you know. So, but I don't want to go into that too much. Uh, but any case, all the parts are on order. <laughs> that I'm actually putting... So I noticed that I have 693s. Um, or six nineties or six nine threes on the on the gasser, and I yeah. feel like the disc loading is just I, it's such a heavy helicopter. I need more discs, so yeah. I ordered seven thirteens that are going to go on that, and I'm going to take mm-hmm. those six ninety threes and put them on the nitro since you know nitros yep. can they don't mind the smaller blades. Um, yep. While I'm fixing it, I have basically two weeks before chill out, so I'm going to do a full re like breakdown and rebuild. So I'm going to, I've taken the whole tail assembly off, the boom and everything, the tank, the the, um, fan shots off right now. I'm going to take the motor up since I'm going to install the YS motor anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to rebuild the head, rebuild the tail, just make sure everything is just, you know, perfect and spot on. So that way I can uh, fly it at the chill out and probably Take a dirt nap with it uh, at that event too. <laughs> well, what are you going to use for uh, a receiver? So, I have another you know, Neo, brand new in a box. Okay, I'm going to open that up. I'm going to put Pro on it and and set it up. You know, I'm going to probably even set up new. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to even transfer the uh, the settings. I am going to keep the old one as a reference point, so I could get like all my numbers and just get the approximate setup, and then I'll get like a pitch gauge on there and do the eight degrees and and my pitch setup. But um. You know, like the macro cells and stuff. I'm going to see, I want to see if um, not having macro cells set for for a throttle curve will give me that special throttle curve menu back because I'm still missing that menu, which I I don't understand why. So I want to try to troubleshoot and figure out that um, that thing while I'm rebuilding it. So um, surprisingly, the frames aren't damaged. It freaking thinks a tank. It really is. Like if the boom did get cut off from in the ground at like a 45 degree angle, it would have survived like you know mm-hmm. the frames the landing gears and muffler like nothing like everything else is pretty fine <laughs> you nice. know it's, yeah. it's just such a weird like i don't know and this is the second time i crashed in three in three weeks and you know like it's holding up so that's awesome man so the airframe at least i know is freaking rock solid and i have so many booms i'm not even worried about the canopy set or anything i'll just i'll just go back to my orange set or 
I could go with the original. I have still the original black and yellow that I've. I don't think I've ever. I might have flown it once or one weekend with it, so mm-hmm. it's practically brand new. So I can still put those back on if I want to. Uh, other than that, uh, let me see. Have I been doing anything else in the hobby? No, just a lot of 3D printing, but nobody wants to hear that stuff. Well, dude, now that you mentioned, and everybody thinks I'm going to say 3D printing, <clears throat> now that you mentioned macro cells, uh, <laughs> I did. I do. I should tell the listeners that Kev, Kevin did do something stupid again. I mean, just. I think everything you could possibly do in this hobby, uh, you know, from an idiot's point of view, I've done. <laughs> I don't think it's stupid, dude. I just didn't know. You just I didn't mean, know. Yeah, you didn't know. So, yeah. So, I took the, the Neo off my 550 that I sent down to Florida. And because I was having problems with the receiver that I had for the Glogo, I put that on the Glogo and, you know, just copy and pasted uh, or, you know, saved and loaded the file mm-hmm. on that Neo. And then... <laughs> Went to start it up and I had no macro cell menu and no way of turning on my uh, my glow ignition. Yeah, your remote glow. Yeah, and bad enough. It, Dan's there trying to help me and he's like, "You got no macro cells? What's going on? And you don't have anything on? There's no menu." And I'm like, "Uh," and he's like, "Is there a pro on this?" And I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guess not. I yeah, guess not." Because I think at the point I was like. You know, when I bought that last one, I was just like, well, I'll just get the basic or whatever, you know, I, whatever I need. I'm not going to get rescue or anything like that. And I don't, I definitely didn't get pro or I would have had those on there. So that's just yeah. something, you know, yeah, something I wanted to about. mention. Yeah. To be mindful about as you go through the hobby. Don't be yeah. embarrassed when a really good pilot like Dan is trying to help you and <laughs> <laughs> you do something stupid. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, 3D printing wise, though, I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six bowls of uh, PLA I've already gone through with this new Creality CR10. Nice, dude. Damn. Just nice. saying. This thing is a fucking workhorse. Oh, and Kevin, you might get a kick out of this. Um, you know, my company, we have a digital lab, and we have probably about like. I don't know, four 3D printers, all different makes. We have a MakerBot and some. You know, uh, I don't know what the other ones are, but a couple other ones. And they don't, they're getting rid of them all, except for one. Get out of here. So I'm like, cool. I'll drive there on Thursday and pick them all up. They're like, cool. We just want to get rid of them. Get them out of here. Oh, I was like, shit, no doubt. So, I mean, the, wow. the, the one is working that they're keeping. The other ones need to be serviced. They just haven't, like, no one's maintain them or reset them or line the beds or did any work on them so they're probably in different phases of like okay they need to get some work done but i'm talking about like there's this one called an a10 it's, it reminds me of this cr10 the build size right um but it's a whole enclosure like it's enclosed yeah you know okay. with open doors but you, you know like open door thingies mm-hmm. but you know you, you can easily just put you know acrylic on the sides and, and seal it in so there's that one, and there's like the Tinker, not Tinker Cat. I don't remember what the other one is, but um, this robot one. But anyways, I don't know. I, I got one that my coworker wants, but I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do with the others. So, dude, I'll I'll check them out. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk. Yeah. Nice man. Uh, all right, Andy, what you got going on? Uh, before we get to me, I was wondering, did you mess with your governor stuff on your gas or any? Play, did you get that stuff worked out? I've been just some using problem with the with the um, 
RPM sensor using the V curve and all that stuff. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't plug the RPM wire back in. I just been running without it. Oh, okay. And I've been running V curve and it's rock solid, no problems at all. Um, I was just curious because I, you said you were gonna try to figure that out or whatever. Yeah, I wanted to, but I don't know. You know how it is. When you get to the field, you're like, I don't want to tinker too much. I just want to fly. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, I've done nothing. Oh. <laughs> but while I wasn't doing hobby things, I thought about stuff. Okay. I thought about whether to put the gas conversion on this 5.56. I kind of want to, but I kind of don't want to deal with the extra can of gas but I kind of want to sort of thinking about converting that over with the GT 15 or whatever it is. And is that it? Yeah. And putting the, this nitro stuff over in an oxy when it comes out. Nice. I say do it. Opinions. What do you guys think? Oh man. I say do it. I mean, who cares if you got to carry an extra can in your camper? I mean, you know, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, I have to get a pump, and you know, yeah. Well, I mean, what's a pump though? <laughs> it's not I like we're... I'd have to get like a hand crank pump, probably, or build another electric jug. Yeah, I'm just being super lazy. Yeah, well, just dude, put all those parts, <laughs> put all those parts behind the the barnstormer, and then once you finish that, you can move on to that. No, no, okay. no, no. You had to put it behind the N7 gas conversion. All right, okay. <laughs> That's behind the barn store. Behind the barn store, okay. <laughs> no, I don't I'll, know. I think it would be cool. That would be Stretch cool. Stretch it to like a 600 or 620. Yeah. No, I think put the gas be. engine in it. That would offset the weight. It's not going to be eat up with power, but it'd probably be okay for me. Because mm-hmm. I kind of want to try that Oxy Nitro. Yeah. yeah. I think that's going to be pretty, pretty solid. Good. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've got rolling around in the back of my head. Did you see the one-way bearing on that? They yeah, had some pictures looks, on that. It looks looks pretty nice. Like teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sprag. Sprag gears, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the same one they use on the Goblin, um, on the Kraken. I think the Kraken uses that one. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Rob and Devin a little bit, but it seems like a pretty solid heli from what I've seen. Yeah, from what I've seen and, you know, from what I've spoken to them about it, it's really solid. Um, it is going through a redesign a little mm-hmm. because the CG is way tail heavy right now. So, yeah. So Luca's in the process of fixing that. Yep. And, um, yeah, and I think they're end of March or April release. Yeah, it's not too far, I don't think. No, it's a couple months, you know. Yeah. Spring will be here before we know it, so. So if I do that and say I got the engine pop, uh, switch glow, mm-hmm. all that crap that I can put on there. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe the listeners it. should write in and give me their thoughts. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. Give me all your advice and opinions, and I'll probably ignore them, but send them anyway. On the helicopter, not on anything else. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Uh, nah, I really haven't done anything this week. I'm done. All right, then. <laughs> so, George, how's your week been? It's been good. I uh, I got my old Vario 800 size OH58 
flying today. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's got some tail shaft vibrations. It was originally a piano wire type mm-hmm. tail shaft. Yeah. And I went with a six millimeter carbon fiber tube and I'm just getting a lot of oscillation in different places. It's got two bearings in it. And, um, you know, I guess you'd call it like a mid shaft bearing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's still still got some bad vibration in it. But it flew, so it's been years since it flew. So I'm thinking I'm going to go with a maybe a stainless steel tube. Well, let me let me ask you this real quick, George. When you put the bearings in the tube, did you space them equally or unequally? They're unequal. The torque tube. Yeah, there's no way to get them equal. I mean, you okay, get the tube. You'd have to cut the fuselage. No, oh, that's good because you actually want them unequal. Right. Right. Yeah. That I, I think you're talking just about the vibration part. and stuff. Sometimes if you put the bearing perfectly in the center, or mm-hmm. if you put two of them at a third and two thirds, it can right. do that. Kind of got to move them a couple inches. Yeah, to get a wheel resonance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just because that carbon fiber tube is just so flexible. I'm gonna go with something that's more rigid. Okay. But. I don't know. Everything else seemed to be real smooth. I, you know, it's converted from a uh, from gas over to a electric motor with the belt drive. So all that was good and smooth. So it, it worked good. And let's see what else. Still working on changing over some of my helis to the uh, Icon twos. Mm-hmm. And printing a bunch of scale stuff. But uh, that's about it. It's been pretty, pretty nasty weather here. I haven't been flying that much. But uh, today was pretty nice, so I, mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'm gonna finish that thing up and get it out there and try it out. First time it's flown in probably 20 years. Wow! 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 It's a re- really nice old scale model that uh, somebody really did a good job on years ago. You said it was an 800 size. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Very nice. Yeah, I got to see some pictures. That's some pictures of that. I'm curious to see what it looks like. It's, I think, the one that's on my avatar on Facebook. It's right in the middle of the table. It's orange and green. It's a Fort Rucker OH-58, the number and everything on it. And then I bought a bunch of junk on Heli Freak and uh, <laughs> on the uh, RC Heli forum mm-hmm. nice i've got to quit doing that i know did you say that last week <laughs> you're like not gonna buy anymore and then well what it is i get something new in and i'm like i'm gonna turn into this and do something mm-hmm. and then my other 15 projects you know it's just taking longer and longer to finish something because i'm hitting a little bit on this and then that one. Oh, i mm-hmm. also i had this um 700 size md 500 fuselage and I put that Synergy E7 in it, and man, it fits so good. It's crazy how good it fit. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it I mean it really fit good. So I'm hoping it'll, hoping it'll fly okay. That's cool, man. Because Chris did that with a 600, I think it was, 600 mm. size, and mm-hmm. it was saying it was a Synergy. And yeah, man, I mean it's just really a quality looking airframe. Nice. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know that much about this stuff, you know. 
being in it just for a short period of time, but the workmanship on it really looks nice. Yeah. But if anybody out there listening has some torque tube ends, the little square ones, I'm needing a couple of them. For, I mean, that, torque tube that, ends that fit in normally in what? In that E7. Oh, the, okay. Oh, the E7, yeah, the little square yeah. ends, yeah. Okay. Because right, cool. right now, I had to take a square six millimeter carbon fiber shaft and make a torque tube out of it. And I mean, it seems to be okay, but I don't know. It may not be. Yeah, there's no way to put, put a bearing on that, is there? Yeah, actually, it's crazy. Oh, did you slide one on? Find one uh, that would fit corner? Yeah. A, a T-Rex bearing. Works <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. Uh, fits perfectly. Okay, cool. But uh, I'd still like to have the stock torque tube for it. If I, could. I can find the torque tube and the pins, but you can't find the square ends. Oh, really? They're, they're not available? No. Well, they've been out of stock for every uh, day. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, I think what I've got will work, but I would trust it better if it was the original stuff. Yeah, right. for sure. Somebody might have some. Yeah. If you're listening, have some or have a lead on it. Let me know. Other than that, I've been kind of getting ready to go back to work. I, uh, I'm going back Thursday, and of course that'll probably be. I've been off for four months, so mm-hmm. that'll that'll probably be basically just paperwork and going through the work reentry process. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not looking forward to it, and not dreading it either. So I guess that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Awesome, dude. Well, hope you have a, a smooth transition back to work. Mm-hmm. I should. They took about half my workload off of me. That'd be good. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy that not all four months, but like 40 years goes back to work can that, and lights up cigarettes in the office. <laughs> like <laughs> that broad over there told me to stop smoking. <laughs> yeah, get a, Check her out. Really? <laughs> Jeez. Drinking scotch for lunch. Yeah. Which hey, broad was it? One with the big boobs? <laughs> that broad with the big boobs? Yeah. Oh, man. It's too funny. Oh, boy. Yep. <clears throat> all right shall we move it on to the main topic then we sure yes. can yep all right. pay to play what are we talking about steve yeah so the cost of flying and this is not the cost of the helicopters or the equipment but the raw cost of your batteries versus nitro versus gassers so mm-hmm. we're doing a little comparison um you know just the overall like the cost of the packs, and we're just kind of averaging some things out. So, you know, this ain't going to be a, a fully 100% accurate type of deal. So don't go out and be like, yo, they said this yeah. is how much it costs per flight. So this is all I spend. You know, I'm going to spend this month. No, it's not. It's an average. So. They said this and they're full of shit. Yeah. We kind of know that. Yeah. You can always do your own calculations if yep. you're curious about it. I've done yeah. it several times. But uh, you want to talk about kind of what we used as numbers? Yeah. For the batteries so, and the nitro and the gas? Yep. Um, so the first part of this, then, will it's really mainly for 700 size helis, right? We want to try to make it as equal as possible for electric gassers and, and nitro. So we're talking about a 700 size heli running a 12S setup. 
Uh, gassers, we're talking about a 700 size heli running a 300 310. Um, you know, and for the nitros, we're talking about basically a 90 or 105. Really, just a 105 is kind of the standard now, I guess. Well, I guess a 91 YS is still a standard. Yeah, YS. 91, so, 96, 105. Yeah. Let's kind of get right into it, right? And just kind of see. So, um, I'll start with the first one, and someone else can take the second one. But so with the seven hundred size twelve S pack, we're talking about approximately about two hundred seventy dollars for a stick pack, five thousand milliamp fifty C, twelve um, S pack. And then when we talk about electric helicopters, you know, flight time. So we are doing it per flight, per minute, and per flight. So we kind of break it down in those two manners, and you know, we're talking on an electric approximately about four minute flight. You know, some people will get definitely more mm-hmm. um and then you have like people like Bert and kyle which are like they always say they get about three minutes three and a half tops right, right? so the way that they fly so we average it to about four minutes per flight and we're also averaging the amount of flights you can get per pack obviously you can you know if you're very good with your batteries you can get more than this number um you know maybe if you're not so good like me you can get less than this number yeah, or yeah, right, right. you know or and you I, can crash after the first week and that number goes out the window, right? Taco. So, yeah, you can taco your your, your pack. So, right. so we are we're counting two hundred flights per per pack. Um, you know, of that price. So two hundred seventy dollars. Talking about two hundred flights. So we broke it down per minute. It's costing about thirty four cents per minute to fly, and then we multiply that by four minutes, we get a dollar and thirty five per flight. So, you know, this is not talking about the electricity costs to charge those batteries or anything like that. You know, we're not talking about the nitros and gas. We're not talking about charging the receiver packs or buying receiver packs or anything like that. Just if you have it, it's charged, you fly it, this is what it's going to cost you. And that's not too bad. $1.35, yeah. oh. that's, that's a lot lower than I thought. Yeah, and I think and you I- could add, like, if you wanted to put in, like, just as a side note, if you wanted to put in, like, my my daily uh you know charge for putting fuel in my generator for the day would be like maybe 75 cents i don't even think it would amount to anything you know because yeah, it's not dollar. it's not a full gallon well you don't think you use a gallon if you flew all day like from uh, 10 yeah, to 5 probably yeah. use a gallon or so yeah all i day. guess yeah all right so yeah so then figure out i don't know you can average it out to you know mm-hmm. 275 a day yeah yeah Cup but i mean but let's not let's not get into that because then well, we, it can no, get no. all kind of weird. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So but I wanted to put the the cost per minute in there because mm-hmm. nitros and gassers obviously fly longer. Yes. Right. And if you're, of course, the cost per minute would be a little bit different if you figure five minutes or six minutes, mm-hmm. but it still gives you a rough idea of what you're looking at. Yeah, like the cost per minute is your raw number like that's, that's really the important one yes yes because you'll see that the other numbers are obviously going to be um they're going to be less but they're not going to be as less as you would think it's because there's you know there's longer flight times and stuff so it's different so uh who wants to take the gasser let's let's i can do it since well, i have did we go over the the success are we doing um, let's I think we should do that after. We'll do the 700. Yeah, let's do all the 700s first. And then we'll go back and we'll do a 6S comparison and a 55-size motor comparison. Because those okay. are the only two that we can do okay. um, that are relative. So, uh, yeah, so gassers, 700. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, gassers, I 
broke this down into camper fuel yep. and just plain cheap unleaded gas. Yep. And I'm looking at about $12 mixed with oil. That's the cost of the camper fuel uh, and the cost of the $3 for four ounces of Redline Racing Oil. Now, different oils are different. There's some oils that are less expensive, mm-hmm. you know, and depending on where you are, camper fuel could be more expensive or less. Yeah. But just some round numbers, $12 per gallon with the camper fuel and $6 per gallon with the regular unleaded gas. Yes. And that varies greatly across the country and the world. Yeah, so these right. are just kind of numbers that are local to me. Mm-hmm. And even then, the gas is a little bit elevated. We kind of compared your numbers with prices. Yeah. Jersey, so. and, and I would buy the non-ethanol gas here Ooh, and it okay. runs it runs a little more than that yeah a lot of locations don't have that available so mm-hmm. that's why i just use the regular unleaded yeah. or the you know whatever 80 20 blend or whatever it is yeah yep. and uh approximately 10 minutes per flight and 10 flights per gallon i get eight flights but that's and eight uh, I, I get eight flights per gallon, but that's a full, very full tank. And that would probably, and like 12 minute flights. So, but other helis have smaller tanks and, and whatnot. So we kind of just wanted to average it all out and be fairly conservative. So this number is yes. actually going to be a little higher than some people would get. It's still amazing though. <laughs> so 10 yeah. minutes. Per flight, wow. 10 flights per gallon. So with the camp fuel, that runs about 12 cents per minute or $1.20 per flight. And with the gas, you're looking at 6 cents per minute or 60 cents per flight. Yes. And, and to put that into perspective, we're talking about 34 cents per minute on the electric and $1.35. So per minute, it's way down. It's like... Yeah. Divided by six, right? So e- yeah, right. Even using the camp fuel, which is roughly twice, or maybe even a little more than twice mm-hmm. the cost of gas, it's still cheaper than electric. It's still Almost a by third. A third. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, when you really start doing the numbers, it becomes apparent how cheap gas actually a gas or heli actually is to run. If you yes. if you tried to make that up in electric versus even just the camp fuel you'd have to extend your flights per pack to 600, almost yeah. 600 flights per right. pack. Right. Yeah. That's amazing when you put it in that perspective. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, geez, 1,200 flights per pack to equal a gas out. Yeah, and I don't think – I've never heard of anyone no, that's pulling insane. anywhere near that, even near 600 cycles on a battery. Yeah. yeah. I think on the average, like – 200 is, I think, a little bit on the high side to tell you the truth. I, I don't know. but uh, I got some 3S Gen Zs that I'm still using. I mean, we're talking about 12 still now. chugging along. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, you know. And they, these are approximations. You know, if somebody's flying a E5 Super Stretch and they can milk it to 12 minutes per flight and stuff, I mean, it, right. it, it'd be yeah. different. But basically for hard kind of 3d flying with a 700 you know 200 flights at 
four to five minutes on electrics. I would say pretty average. Yeah, and even if that number's bumped bumped a little bit down, I mean, you're still not coming anywhere close to to gassers. The can't no, fuel or the not. gas. All right. Uh, who wants to take the nitros? I can read that. All right. So the nitros, we have uh, approximated six-minute uh, flight times, uh, seven flights per gallon, and that's with, uh, you know, 700 size, um, but the uh, – 700 size helicopter, the the uh, 90 to 105 size uh, engines. We're guesstimating on the price of uh, fuel a uh, dollar seven per minute, or six dollars and forty two cents per flight. Um, one thing, Andy, did we estimate what the cost for the uh, gallon? Yeah, I was just about to say that we didn't write it down here, yeah. but we well, said, said forty five dollars a gallon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and this is the retail price that you would buy. I think twenty two or thirty percent at a store. Yeah, you might get it right. less, or you yeah. might be paying more. I mean, if yeah. you're in Europe, <laughs> you're paying like a thousand dollars. So yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. we're not <laughs> with all of these numbers. We're not putting into. We're not taking into account that you can get a deal on batteries or nitro or Correct. you work at a yep. gas station and you're pumping out. A little bit mm-hmm. in your own tank, you know that kind of shit. So, stealing your, your uncle, kind of retail, <laughs> yeah, or, a gas out your uncle's car, <laughs> stealing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nah, just rough numbers to get an yes. idea. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to Bill's house in the middle of the night and stealing gas out of his tank. Yeah, you know none of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging into you know outlet outside so you can charge your batteries. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I mean, for nitro. So comparing nitro. To the rest, I mean, there's no question. Nitro is freaking a hundred times more expensive than gasers, um, like nine times more expensive. If you're talking about camper fuel versus nitro, mm-hmm. I mean, and gas wise, it's still like what five, six times. Yeah, maybe about five times. Yeah, you know, more expensive. Uh, and you know what? And it amazes people when when you tell them, like uh, Ron Caglione used to talk about it all the time, how he would talk to you or me a few times we said that you know nitro was making a kind of a resurgence in, mm-hmm. in the helicopter community and he was amazed at that it's just mm-hmm. uh when you look at the pure numbers you're like why would anybody even do that but it's just right. we forgot yeah. to calculate the cool factor right yeah so, so there's there's a cool multiplier in here <laughs> that that evens all this out yep yep so when you're talking about you know your nitro and six dollars, six and a half dollars per flight. God, I can't even. <laughs> that's, that sounds so much. But six and a half dollars <laughs> per flight, you know. But I mean, your cool points just made that thing a dollar per flight. <laughs> Don't matter if it costs seven dollars a flight, man. <laughs> you know, it's, Smoke it's worth and every the smell penny. And the sound, yep. Sound and it's just a flight characteristic. I have yet to find like, you know, a helicopter that flies like. I don't know. It's weird. Because I'll run the same head speeds and stuff on my gasser, I mean my nitro and my electric, but the nitro flies so much better. You know, I guess it's the weight. The, yeah, it's the weight the CG thing. and the weight difference. Yeah. If you had an electric that weighed that, it'd probably feel that. Possibly. Much, I mean, it'd probably feel the same. Possibly. I also think it's the power delivery method. Yeah. Too. Like the torque is it. different. You know. And maybe it's due to the fact too that you can actually hear the motor more. Than nah, electric. That's true. You know, you yeah, can, you can hear the motor, the smoke, 
I think that's to me that's a big thing. Well, mm-hmm. I meant I meant you're more in one with the model as you're flying it, like you know you're giving it too much when you hear the motor bogging a little bit, you know, and ease off or whatever. Yeah, like used to say it's got soul. Yeah, yeah, and notes for like the electric. That's it's you've got lots of power. You right. Can do anything you want, super fast. Really dig in and do cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can lay in the collective, and it, you know, it takes it. Nitros will bark right back at you and then fall out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's different. Yeah, gassers obviously are heavier, and yeah. I don't say they're less powerful because. The power's probably the same or maybe even more than nitro, but the extra weight makes it fly differently. Yeah. You've got a lot more momentum. You've got to carry through maneuvers and stuff. But they're super inexpensive to fly. So if you're like uh, one of the things I do with mine is is practice. If you want yes. to practice orientations or circuits or any kind of sport flying type stuff, it's mm-hmm. fantastic for that. Cause you get a lot of stick time for very, very cheaply and you can just fuel and fly. So you don't yes. have to wait on batteries to charge or any of that stuff. Yes. And that's, uh, that's one of the points I wanted to make uh, with the gases and nitros is like, you literally can just fuel it and go right back up, fuel it, right. go right back up, you know, while electric. Yeah. One battery pack might last you 200 flights, but you're most likely charging at two C, which is about 25 minutes to charge that pack running running both packs either parallel or running them in two separate channels on like a dual charger. Um, And then you get four minutes of flight, you know, while like say a gasser, it takes 10 minute flights, but you can refuel it in 30 seconds. Same thing for nitro, you know? And like, even I think on the, on the gas, the the nitros, like you can even just hot fuel it. Like you can fuel it, go land, put it to idle, fuel it. Do that on a gasser also. Yeah. Probably you know, easier, yeah. actually, because you don't have to worry about the tank pressurized. Yeah, 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 right. So, you know, um, so there are some benefits in that manner, but obviously, you know, nitro's six and, six and a half dollars. Wow. And, you know, <laughs> dude, from I'm still kind of a nitro noob, but I would, mm-hmm. if you can and have the opportunity to own one, you know, if you have a lot of electrics, I would definitely say give it a try, you know? Oh, oh it's yeah. fantastic. Everyone should experience it. Everyone should, yeah. And I know it's not for everybody. I know, like, people live in apartments. People have don't have that, you know, in their house where they can, uh, you know, store nitro fuel or don't want to be involved with it. I just don't want to touch it. But, uh, <laughs> but I think I think everybody should, you know, if you have the opportunity. Yes. If you get to that right. point, you know. I now now correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm standing on this on my own, but I think. Electric is one of those things that you get into because it's super easy, it's reliable, and there's no, you know, I mean, there can be issues, but generally it's plug and play, right? Yes. Now, Nitro, it's like, and then what happens is you kind of get like, okay, this is cool, but I want to try something different. And that's when, when you have that experience of setting up a helicopter, messing up, like, you know, knowing how, like, what it feels like to fly and flying, you know, pretty proficiently. Then you can move to a nitro now. Like in this day and age, obviously back 10 years ago, it would be the opposite. But in this day and age, then you go into nitro and then you have this whole new learning curve, right? You, what blend of fuel to use, what size motor you can use or what motor brand you can use. And then 
then you have all these things that like tuning and setup and do I run gov or v curve and all that stuff like there's just so many new things that you know for someone who just got in a hobby like us you know five six seven years ago whatever when all we knew was electric what well, you know that's all that was people was telling us buy electric get electric this mm-hmm. is electric you know and then nitro was like oh well that was something five ten years ago when we were forced to fly oh, nitro you know right, right. but now everyone flies electric and, and you know seeing the last couple of years how like nitro is coming back and maybe it's just me because i'm more aware of it because that's when i got into nitro but i really feel like you know the companies are seeing it and companies are producing more kits and and you know the only thing that the, the only thing that the uh the only uh, i don't know how to say this aspect of nitro that isn't like coming back it's the price, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, yeah. the 45 gallon is ridiculous. It should be what it used to be, which was like, what, 10 or 20 bucks a gallon or something like that, like half the price. I mean, if it's just back to 20, 25, that would be. Yeah. Think about it if it was half the price, because then it'd be 50 cents per minute and it'd be $3 and 20 per flight, which is not bad. Yeah. yeah. You know? More reasonable. Yeah. And think about, too, what you're bringing to the field, you know, with the nitro, you're just taking maybe a couple gallons, if that, and, and yeah. you know, your battery and then maybe a, a, a small battery charger or yeah, just I mean, or just two flight packs that are charged two or three or whatever. Yeah, I, I have to say that point exactly that you just made. It's it really is the fact that I bring my transmitter two helis, gasser and a, and a nitro and my like my little carrying bag that have those two jugs in and then like two receiver packs. Like that's it. I don't bring a charger. I don't bring a generator, generator anymore. Starter. Yeah. You know, and a starter, obviously. Yes. Right. And, and I do recommend bringing some basic tools because you know, it's a nitro <laughs> things shake and vibrate and you might want to make sure things are locked down, but yeah, you might need glow plugs. Yeah. yeah so it's good to have some tools. Out. You need stuff, you know, but, but overall it's like, I, I bring that stuff. But I don't really use it. Um, I don't have to charge. I don't have to wait for charging. I fly whenever I want to fly because I just fuel up and then it's like, okay, I'm going to go fly and fly. I don't yeah. have to wait for batteries to charge. I, I, that's like, it's not annoying, but it's just, you know, it's it's like you have one battery pack and even if you have three battery packs, you're still waiting 25 minutes per se per charge. Mm-hmm. So. In a day, how many flights can you really, really get if you have one pack or two packs, you know? Right. Yeah, unless you have enough and you have them all charged the day before. But then there's still a lot of, you know, prep or maintenance. You're, you're running around the day before getting them all charged up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're not going to – I don't want to go into this at all. But, you know, batteries do go bad without – with you properly maintaining them. They can go bad, right? They right. Can, yeah, yeah. They can start a fire. They can – Start a fire while they charge, or why they sit fully charged if you charge the night before. So there are some concerns with that aspect too, obviously. Um, and I don't think any of us is pushing one over the other. We're not pro or con, uh, one versus the other. I We're think just, you should have one of each. I think you should have one of each, but I am more pro field. <laughs> well, say. yeah, but I, I think in this in this episode yes, we're not yes, pushing yes, yes. one over. We're just stating the facts more or less. Yeah, we're basically stating some numbers and, and you know. We're stating some, the facts as we determined them. <laughs> as we see it. <laughs> yeah. And the gasser is just like, uh, well, actually, it can be even less equipment to take. Cause a lot of yeah. times you don't need a starter. Yeah, you could just. Like, you know what I need? Of course, mine's different because I have a generator. 
I need my transmitter, the heli, and a can of fuel. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and someone to pop the clutch for you to get it going, and yeah. you're, you're going. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And a gal a gallon of fuel gets me eight, you know, eighty minutes of flight, ninety a. You hour can't and even a half. Do that in a day. <laughs> no. So one gallon of fuels, an hour and a half. I mean, that's more than anybody needs to be in the air. Well, that that's what I was going to say, Andy. You need to bring earplugs also, so you don't <laughs> so you don't have to listen to everybody <laughs> bitching behind you. But yeah. about these fifteen minute flight times. <laughs> yeah. You bring you a know. chair with an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> obviously, there's obviously pros and cons to everything, and. But, you know, we're talking about f- just the, the money aspect is really insane with the nitros. I just wish nitro fuel was cheaper, yeah. you know. I agree. Yeah, definitely. So I guess on that note, should we talk about 55 size nitros? Because I feel like if you want to get into nitro mm-hmm. or if you just want to have a nitro and maybe you don't want to buy case after case of fuel because it's expensive – but you want to experience one and just have a couple gallons fly it at fun flies and stuff. A 55 is much more economical. Yes. Like way more economical. And, I, and it's really impressive that um, it's like, I, I guess an analogy, we'll, we'll talk about the exact numbers that we have, but the analogy would be like nitro 10 years ago, you know, yeah. being that's yeah. much cheaper. So, all right. So um, who wants to take on this one here? You're the nitro guy. You do it. All right. So so we're estimating. So same thing. Um, with a 55, we're still estimating a six-minute flight time. But now we're talking about 13 flights per gallon because the tanks are so much smaller and it's more efficient. Um, because just the motor displacement is smaller, so you use less fuel, right? It's just, mm-hmm. it's just basic physics there. Um, so with a 55, we're calculating 58 cents per minute, right? Mm-hmm. So and then we're talking about uh, three dollars and forty-eight cents per flight. So let's take a look at the fifty-eight cents per minute. So the seven hundred size twelve S setup, we're talking about thirty-four cents. So it's you know forty percent mm-hmm. more, fifty percent more, right? Forty-five percent, fifty percent more. Mm-hmm. Um, when we compare it to the gas, I mean, there's nothing beating the gassers. <laughs> nothing could no. beat six or twelve cents per minute. Right. No, you basically can fly an entire flight using pump gas for the price of one minute, even on a 55. Yes. Right. A whole flight versus one minute of a 10-minute flight versus one minute. Yes. <laughs> wow. Think about it See, that you, when you th- That's the thing you always got to – you can't go flight by flight because you then you forget, oh, shit, I'm flying 10, 12, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. You drop a couple autos in there. On that same amount of fuel. So. Yep. It really is substantial. Mm-hmm. So on on the flip side of the fifty five size, right? Like, what about an electric? What about uh, you know, a five fifty or six hundred size? Light six hundred. A light six hundred mm-hmm. running success. So we're figuring about a hundred and twenty six dollars for a five thousand success battery. Still figuring around four minutes of flight time, and the battery lasts. 200 flights and our calculations give you 16 cents per minute or 63 cents per flight which is very close to basically the same as the gasser 
per flight, but you're still, we're talking four minutes versus 10 minutes. Yeah. So, but yeah. substantially less than nitro and almost, well, basically half as much as a 700. Yep. Yeah. For only a little bit smaller. You, I mean, it makes sense because you get twice the batteries. You buy two batteries for the price of yes. one 12S. So, yeah. So it makes sense. Half the price. Yep. You know, but it's really interesting to see how close it is to a gasser, though, right? Mm-hmm. Per minute, you're talking about only four cents more compared to camper fuel. And right. yeah, maybe 10 cents more per minute on the gasser, um, gas, you know, fuel. But it's so very cheap. Camp it's fuel, very it's almost the same. Sure. Yeah. In, in fact, it's it's funny because the per minute is less on camper fuel, but because you get the longer flight, if you flew the full flight times, mm-hmm. it's double the f- per flight. Correct. So, but yeah, I mean, if you're on a budget, really it makes sense to go with a 55 size nitro or a you know 600 yeah, or 550 a, size. Yeah, a 550 oh, is like the sweet spot. If you yeah. want something that flies big-ish, mm-hmm. but costs considerably less than 700 yeah. Motor yeah. costs less, ESC costs less. All the uh, aspects cost less. Blades cost less. Probably use less expensive servos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, blades cost less. Everything costs. The kit costs less. Yeah. You get twice as many flights per battery. Or, I mean, per the cost of batteries is half. Yeah, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. And so that's like a very, you know, smart, economical way of flying, you know, in this in this hobby, right? Mm-hmm. And when, when you look at the, because we spend so much money on all the aspects of it, we often take for granted or just forget that, like, you know, we also, like, each flight does cost us a little bit. And mm-hmm. and there's more to it, right? Because you could, we can talk about maintenance and we can talk yeah. about replacing parts and, and crashes and stuff, but... You know, just the raw cost of like the electrons being burned or the fuel being burned or, you know, mm-hmm. the nitromethane being burned, like the f- 550 size is really, <laughs> it sounds really, uh, for a, for a, a bigger or a big ish heli. I mean, obviously you can fly a 380 for way cheaper. Yeah. Or an Oxy 3. But even when you way, want way cheaper. A 550 has a decent presence in the air. You know, it's yes. big-ish. Well, let's say this. It's, it's. I mean, you know, it's something you can auto. Like, I mean, I know people can auto yes. freaking fireball, but, like, you can, you know, yeah, you can auto, learn to auto yeah. on this, mm-hmm, you know? Sure. You can, yeah. So. I used to auto my Oxy-3 into the beans <laughs> before I needed to replace parts. Yeah, but that's like a five foot auto. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to see no. you do an auto from a hundred feet, two hundred oh. feet with an oxy three. So would I. <laughs> that's I, awesome. I learned to auto with a Gowie X five, which is running five hundred twenty blades. Yeah. Now that's even smaller than a five fifty, mm-hmm. but it autoed great. I so. know Gina used to auto a three eighty or something X three, something X three. Yeah, yeah, auto those all the time as well. But it's a little more difficult. It's not as easy as a yeah. You're kind of screaming down. See, this size nitro does intrigue me, though, because I guess because of the fact that we see so many of the larger ones, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I don't know. I, for some reason, I think it's like more like manageable. I can just throw it in my Jeep and, you know, that type of thing. But I mean, I can throw the other ones in, too, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
To me, I think it's the cost. You get a lot more flight time for that gallon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're talking about uh, a five flight difference, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about like a 30-minute additional flight time you get, which is a considerable amount. 30 minutes more. I don't know a lot about the nitro and gas stuff, but what's the difference in like the shelf life of the fuels? Um, Like the camping gas. So we know what pump gas is about 15 minutes. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Camp fuel lasts, uh, I don't want to say forever, but a long time if you keep it sealed. Nitro lasts a very long time if it's not opened or it's sealed up well. Well, it's sealed it up and not also to to draw moisture because of the alcohol. I think it's also you don't want to have direct sunlight on it too, right? You want to keep it in a dark spot too. Um, yeah, that goes for everything. Yeah, I don't want direct sunlight on me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in a cool cool dark place. But yeah. if it's uh, if nitro's left open, it can draw a lot of moisture and ruin the yeah, fuel. It can foul the fuel. Yep. And I don't know about camp fuel, if it'll draw moisture. I don't think so, because it's a different, it doesn't have any impurities or anything in it or any additives like ethanol or all that crap they put in the normal gasoline to make a car do stuff. Yeah. So it's it's pretty stable. I think it would last a long time. And like you said, pump gas is good for about 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Not really. I mean, I'm exaggerating, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I'm saying like the camp fuel. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm still on that second gallon. <laughs> you know, the the first time I'm using real oil instead of the breaking oil. Uh huh. So I mean, that's a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, but what do you you what fly it two or three times a weekend or something? Is yeah, probably about two to two to three times a weekend. Yeah. You know, you, so know, I mean, you, you can go buy. A, you could buy a case of camper fuel, and that would last you all year, Steve. Easily, easily, yeah. Yep. And go camping. Yeah, yeah. Cook some hot dogs with it. Yeah, yeah. And dude, I can hear a few people screaming at the radio right now, though, saying uh, there is a a huge difference in like break in time for these motors when they're new and yeah, break in you know, performance. You're going to spend yeah. some some of that those you know flight times you're going to spend on that but i mean i don't think that's going to equal out in well, the in the long term you know what's it going to knock a few cents off maybe well i will i will say if so talking engines break in versus the gas or versus the nitro mm-hmm. yes the break in is substantially longer on the on the gasser yeah however once broken in and assuming you don't do something stupid like run it lean that gasser is going to run forever and ever and ever with zero maintenance. Nice. Yeah. You can't really say that about your nitro. I mean, it's going to yeah. need bearings and or about your electric. Need this and a ring and a yeah. Electric's pretty low maintenance. Yeah. I mean, unless you burn up your ESC, you might have to put bangs in your motor after I don't know thousand flights, but yeah. yeah. It's not not much. I'd say electric's probably even less maintenance. Okay. What, what do you think, would, Steve? I don't think electric. I think electric. I mean, just the power system, just the motor ESC. Yeah, I think electric and gasers are neck to neck. Like, yeah, maintenance wise, they're they're basically maintenance free. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Nitro is the exception because you you go through bearings. You know, eventually your 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 um, your ring will start wearing a little. Um, your glow plug can foul, so right. you know. I guess my point was the the extended break in time is more than offset on the back end by not yes. having to do anything to it. Yes, and then the other thing too, like um, you know, breaking on the gasser is the is the only one that I would say actually has a break in. Like the nitros, go a tank and start tuning it. Like you don't have to. Yeah, tune it yeah. in. Lean it in slowly. Slowly, yes, times. yeah, yeah. Don't just go fourteen clicks and be like, "Okay, I'm good," you know. <laughs> no, like a couple of clicks each flight. You know, make yeah. sure that the the engine is is acclimating yeah. itself to the leaner, you know, fuel mixture and stuff. You start beating on it pretty soon. But yeah, after a flight or two, you you can start leaning a couple of clicks and start loading it up. But I live um, in the Grubhub Netflix era of today, dude. I have to fly immediately. I can't wait for any. Then of you that. need electric. Exactly. Did you plug it in? I know. I know. I'm just. Doing, I'm just being. Just start doing. Just start no, I was gonna. I was gonna say shit out of it. I was gonna say no. You don't need an electric. You need. You just need Devin. He'll, he'll put three flights on and be like, "Here you go." Just need <laughs> a sim. <laughs> just get a simulator. <laughs> no, I'm just playing devil's advocate, and uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And just, uh, yeah, just. I know we didn't get into. We definitely didn't go down avenues that we could have. When we were just talking about flight times and and the cost of the paying to play, uh-huh. but I think you guys uh, put together a pretty good set of numbers on this. Definitely. Yeah, I mean it's it's really like I said, it's, it's just, a lot of the stuff is very, you know, we're we're averaging things a lot. We're very right. little grounding yeah. everything. Your numbers could be different. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We yeah, have the, yeah. me, me and Steve and all three of us could have the exact same model, uh, the exact same setup, and and have different results. Another big difference would like, for instance, your your nitro. If you go to your local store and buy a gallon and pay the high price and then the t- sales tax and all that, mm-hmm. versus a guy that gets ten, twelve, fifteen cases, he's going right. to pay less for fuel. I mean, yeah. quite a bit less. And then also, it makes a difference when you're buying the fuel locally at a hobby shop, mm-hmm. right? Like, I could go, you know, whatever. Like, if the guy Kevinville has fuel, I could go there and say, yes, it's $40, $45 a gallon. But it's also $45 a gallon on, like, you know, an online on, store. Online plus and you have to shipping. pay shipping. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pay hazmat. Please. Yes. Yeah. That's you true, know? too. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and then you have, like, you know, I mean, I'll, you know, we I recently did a fuel order, right? We spoke about that. I dropped off fuel for Dan. And it's like, we didn't pay anywhere near $45 a gallon. I mean, you know? No. Like. But you got to get minimum we had to buy eight it. cases to eight do cases, that. yeah. And then there's right. even another part, price break, at like 20 cases or something. So uh, the more 14, you buy, the cheaper yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. 14. You know, and we bought eight cases, so like that's thirty-two dollars. Oh, that's not thirty-two dollars. That's thirty-two gallons, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you were to buy that at retail at forty-five, holy crap, it's fourteen hundred dollars. Well, you got sales tax. Yeah, but and, that's not even include sales tax. Let's say well, sales yeah. tax included, but like you know, say it's forty-two dollars in sales tax, but like forty-five, it's fourteen hundred dollars. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. And batteries, if you buy them on sale, Black Friday, mm-hmm. this or that, you can get better deals. If yeah. You... 
the so. the thing with batteries also like it's it's you know fuel is pretty consistent i think right like i buy a gallon of fuel i burn the whole gallon i buy the next gallon i burn the whole gallon it's very consistent batteries i it's hit or miss and now i mean obviously these days it's more of a like it works really well but like i've bought batteries and be like two flights or or the first charge i'm like what the fuck it's all out of balance and you know like yeah it's a crapshoot sometimes with the batteries too you know um but i can also buy i can also Mm -hmm. buy used batteries too they're who knows how good they are but I, I don't. They'll really be screwed up. I don't recommend it, but you could do I, it. Yeah, I, I've bought used batteries, before, or let me rephrase it: I've gotten batteries when I bought a helicopters from someone before. Yes. Like they'll include it and stuff. And oh man, like I don't care what people say, like they're never good. They're never good. Yeah, yeah they're always. I mean, they might be too. okay, but they're not good. Yeah, they sag like crazy when you try to do anything. You know, any actual hard 3D maneuver. And it's because they probably weren't maintained right. Um, they probably have a lot of cycles on them. So, yeah, you sure. know, yeah, the price might be right. Like you can get probably half like a stick pack for 180 bucks instead of 280. Right. But is it worth it at the end? You get zero warranty if like one of the cells is bad, you know, at that point, really. So. Yeah, I, I mean, but there is, you can't buy, you can't really buy used gas or used nitro. There is no, a but I can, bit of an but I can. That'd be awesome if we could learn how to recycle it. <laughs> but I can buy a gallon off of someone who bought a case True. and yeah. not using it, right? Like, I bought. Uh, or your good buddy could give you a gallon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good buddy like Kevin, named Kevin, could give you a, a gallon at 30%. Um, but I mean, let's just say this, like I bought, I recently bought fuel from on, you know, from a guy who had it for like, he said he had it for like six months or eight months in his garage. And, you know, he sold it to me for like, what, about 25 a case, you know? So nice. I made out pretty well. It's like $30 a gallon instead of 45, yeah. right? $30, $32. I mean, the fuel's, I mean, you can look at it until it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. sag when you start flying it. Right, Very like true. the fuel is sealed. It's it's in the box, and the box is sealed, so there's no sunlight or anything. You know, I'm I'm hoping that it's in a cool, dry place, which I mean, it's still sealed. So when I when I start putting that fuel in the the, the helicopter, it looks just as pink or whatever color it is, orangey pink that it is. The fuel I buy, I bought, you know, this week. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit more assurance that it's not going to be so much of an issue, and. Don't get me wrong, like $45 a gallon is buying Cool Power or maybe VP or uh, Byron's Rotorage. You know, there is some other brand out there that's way cheaper. You know? I don't know if it's way cheaper anymore. It's no? cheaper. I thought it was like almost half price, though. No. No, it's like $30 now. Or more. Well, I don't know. He's got to pay a shipping. So he doesn't. The helicopter fuel. I'm looking at his pricing. They right don't now. even have a. They don't have for 25 percent, but let's cost. just do 20 percent. You know, so it's close to 22 and a half, and 27 dollars a gallon. 27. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what shipping is, and obviously tax and stuff. But even if you just say like without shipping, it's 30 dollars with tax. That's not bad. That's fifteen dollars per gallon you're saving. I just don't trust this fuel, and I don't trust that 
I don't trust that it will give me the life of the engine as the other fuels, if that makes any sense. Like mm-hmm. the longevity, I think, gets compromised by using cheaper fuel. So I think with shipping, you're going to be somewhere at like thirty-five dollars. Yeah, a gallon. So even ten dollars cheaper. I mean, then forty-five was forty-five without shipping. So who knows what that is with shipping? I think it's going to be like close to two hundred dollars a case shipped. Yeah. Was forty five? Was that online price? I think that's online price, but that's also the same price you can get at most retail stores that stock it. Because mm-hmm. I think you know if they do what I did and buy you know thirty cases, you get you know pretty much free shipping. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So for our listeners. We want you to call in or email us and tell us your reason why you rather fly nitro, gassers, or electric. What, what, you know, does the money have any effect for you? Does it, you know, do you look at the, the $6.42 per flight for a 700 size nitro and be like, damn, I'm going to fly this four times, but I'm going to fly my electric eight times in this fun flight because it's cheaper? Or does it not matter at the end of the day? Do you fly because you want to fly? And spend the money because, you know. Yeah, and I'm curious to how many guys are like, I get I get this at a discount or I get that at a discount or I fill up the company van and I, I dump a little gas in my... <laughs> I like, five, you don't know, leave your name, too. but definitely tell us if you do that because I'm curious, guy, like, how many guys... You know, because I always wonder, like, I mean, you go through life and you're like, uh, yeah, I know how to fix this. And my brother is an electrician. So I never have to pay for an electrician because my brother can come over and fix any electrical I have, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I think everybody knows that guy or everybody knows a few of those guys, you know? See, siphoning the gas out of the work van, that's not even worth the trouble because gas is so cheap. I want to know who works somewhere where they can siphon some nitro methane out. <laughs> yeah, right. there you go. I don't little, even know what. A little uh, off the top. I mean, who uses nitromethane besides, like, you funny know. Funny cars? Funny cars and us. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just curious. I think that's yeah. about it. Shirley Muldowney. Shirley Muldowney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let us know. We want to hear from you. Okay. Ooh, do we have a planker segment? I believe we do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What do we got? <laughs> I hear you rubbing <laughs> your hands together. Yes. All right. Here we it go. It goes with the oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's play another episode of the Freefall Planker News Field Reporter segment. I don't know, whatever this stupid thing's called. Hey everybody, it's the Planker, and here we are on episode, what is this, episode 18, feels like 118, Uh, you know what, I'm hungry, let me go eat something, I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, I'm back, Uh, you know what, now I gotta take a shit. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, 
Chris Schreiber? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man, light a match. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Um, so, what's going on with the planker? Let's see, we've got uh, Blast from the Past. We're going to do that once in a while. Mostly because I'm running out of ideas. It's plain old stuff. <laughs> um, also, uh, we've... How many times How many times an episode do I say, uh, I wonder? Uh, I don't know. You just said it again. <laughs> Anywho, first up, we are going to share with you guys the IX-12 clone pro- uh, project. Now, the, the fellas had a <laughs> episode recently about clones, mostly about the heli stuff, but uh, about clones. And uh, this idea came to me from via Andy Ross. So if this goes bad, it's Andy's fault. So let's go mess around and see how we do cloning an IX-12. All right, so we got all these clone parts for this uh, IX-12, and I got everything in there. Switches back. Software is in. Here we go. Hello. This is IX-13 and one half. The RC transmitter standing by to control you. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Alright, let's try this. Now this one's supposed to take input. Alright, IX, whatever you are, IX. Talk to me, IX. Dickwad. Dickwad, dickwad. Well, that's Dick not very wad. nice. Dickwad. Dickwad, dickwad. Dickwad. Alright, here we go. Let's try all the presets for airplane presets. 50% right. flaps. Okay. Flaps up. Gear down. Right. Dick hard. Oh, you can't talk Whoa. about <laughs> people like that. Fuck that guy. No! Your mother. Whoa. Come on, IX. We got it. This is for free fall. We gotta do a free fall uh, thing here, dude. Come on. Freefall RC podcast is the best thing since getting explosive diarrhea and not having any toilet paper. Dick Wad. <laughs> Mike, are I a boy transmitter or is I a girl? Well, dude, you're you're a boy. You're a male um, transmitter. I love you, Dick Wad. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Where are my man parts? I have no winkle to play with. What happens if I have to pee? Shit man, what if I want to get a piece of ass? For real dude, why the fuck would you make me like this? Alright, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's change the channel here. What the hell? Give me hands. Come on. Give me hands. Give me hands. Give me hands. Balls. And a schlong. <laughs> <laughs> so I can whack off like a woodchuck. Don't be an ass. Whoa. Hole. Dude. Audio jungle. Andy. Hey, Andy. Mike D here. Yeah. I want to do a phone interview with you about uh, about your hat. <laughs> All right. So how long since you went uh, outside without the hat? Uh, it's a few months now, I guess. Where... If someone is interested, where can they get one? It's really hard to get. So, Andy, do you sleep with it on? Holy shit balls! All right, so there's a rumor going around that you get uh, 
lightheaded and uh, your vision is difficult. I mean, you have problems, physical problems, if you uh, try to leave at home or if you try to, you know, get up and, and start your day without the hat on. Then I tried, and I was like, bam, into the wall. Luckily, I, I haven't broke anything yet. Andy, there's a rumor going around. It's a little delicate, but the rumor is that your manhood is detachable and that you remove it from time to time. <laughs> I sent mine home with Tima. She'll have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I remember that. That's classic. <laughs> Holy shit balls. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, hello, Mr. DiGennaro. This is Tyson from uh, Horizon Hobby. I will be a good boy. Uh, this IX-12 hey, Mike. Uh, is not a real IX-12. This is some kind of strange <laughs> copy. Just let me come home. It's been tampered with as well. It, uh, it has modifications that are difficult to describe. Wait. Give me hands. What the hell is that thing? I gotta call you back. Give me hands now. Yes, hi, Mr. Baker. This is Thomas from Heavenly Hobbies. We're going over your orders, plural, and we're discussing this with management. Management seems to think that because your RC orders for helicopters, airplanes, and parts is so huge, we, we'd rather um, charge you by the pound. So we'll, we'll have to recalculate that and get back to you. Right now, the forklift is loading up your, your first of three crates for your latest order. Thank you. <laughs> yes, hello. Um, this is uh, Horizon Hobby Security. Looking for Mr. Mike Gennaro. <laughs> Your transmitter has hacked our network and it's been ordering oh, computer porn all day. And illicit drugs as well. Uh, we need you to talk him or it down. Uh, as now it's locked the workshop and we can't get in. Uh, it looks like it's. Oh boy. This recording will self-destruct in five seconds. <laughs> oh no. Next the phone's gonna go. Hi Mike. It's Lucy, your angel. Listen there, buddy, we got some trouble. We're all up here looking down watching you, and you're constantly with the masturbating. It's getting a little embarrassing. Do you think you could knock it off? Thanks, buddy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One last thing. Uh, the Planker needs you. Uh, free fall RC listeners. To uh, send an email in for any requests that you might have. You might have a product for review or a person for me to target. Just cut loose. Uh, that would be shooter training, one word, shooter training at gmail.com. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, man. He cloned the stupid IX and it took over Horizon Hobby. That was classic. That's bad. Yeah. You oh, see, kids, shit. clones never do work out right. Nope. No, they don't. <laughs> awesome. Stuff. George took a little hit in there. 
Yeah. It's pretty funny. What's that email again? Shooter training at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess let's move to news and announcements. Okay. News and announcements. All right. All right. I love it. Nice. All right. So uh, this first one is. Yeah. I wanted to start off um, a little bad news here. Our friend Ray Morey Jr. Yeah. passed away last weekend. Also yeah, known as Chicken Sunday. Wing. Yeah. On the Smack Talk RC and. He was a member of Torches Club down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of guys that have been around the heli hobby have probably met and spoke with or at least knew about Ray. Yeah. And uh, I just kind of wanted to give our condolences to his family and we got them in our hearts and minds. Yeah. It's always really sad. Somebody passes. He's a really good dude. I think yeah. I talked to him in passing a few times uh, at Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know that a lot of guys in the community knew him very well. And yeah, yeah. Very sad. Yeah, I had spoke to him a few times. I was able to actually eat dinner or lunch with him uh, at Spring Fling this past year. And, of course, I got to speak to him a couple times and down at the, the Winter Bash. But just such a funny guy i mean just so nice but yet so i don't know rude but funny yeah. you know yep whatever you do it he he had a funny way to to make you laugh so yeah so i wanted to mention that rest in peace ray yeah all right um New heli from SAB, possibly. Yeah, it looks like some new designs are coming out. Yeah. You know anything about this, Steve? No. Nope. You want to take, uh, so, should we take guesses on what it's going to be or what it is? So to me, it looks like they took a Kraken and mashed it with a Yurikai. Mm-hmm. So it has like the Yurikai style boom. <clears throat> But it also has like the front three-piece look to a Kraken, right? With your right. canopy and your two side mm-hmm. plates. Um, the tail is very Yurikai, your, your tail um, fin. It's yeah. molded into the uh, actual actual tail boom right. uh, portion. Um, and it has like the traditional F3 style, you know, the skids um, and mm-hmm. pipe and stuff. So, But yeah, I mean, it's just a cad it's drawing. It's the short, the short, wide uh, F3C kind of skids yes. too. Yeah. That are- they're square and straight. Yeah, they're kind of square and rounded down. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, I think it's like a one piece skid type of design. Yeah. I, and this is a CAD drawing, right? So, right. Who we knows? don't know anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Enrico I mean, did post this on uh, Facebook, and mm-hmm. there's some teaser pictures of this. And it, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty nice if um, if they yeah. use a cracking transmission and put the CG all up there. Right. It can be uh, an interesting flying alley. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a compet- Maybe it's ain't like an F three C, like an updated Yurikai. Maybe I, I would even yeah. go as far as saying like the next version of the Yurikai because you know they did have like the they did have like the Yurikai and then they kind of updated it to like the World Championship Edition and right. and you know it looked the same but a lot of the things that were like 
you know, lined up and be feet up in this aspect, lined up in other aspects. But, um, yeah, this is, it's, I mean, the drawing looks interesting. So I, I just can't wait to see what they produce. Um, and one of the reasons why I'm saying it's very, it might have the cracking transmission, because in the picture, if you look at it, um, <clears throat> for folks that know goblins, the, the Kraken has the anti-rotation bracket in the front. Okay. All the other, like, Goblin 700s, Black Thunders, Black Nitros, I think even the Yurikai, um, the original Yurikai, has them all in the back. Mm-hmm. So you're so, thinking Kraken mechanics? I think it's a variant of the Kraken mechanics mm-hmm. and the transmission system. Um, yeah, makes sense. You know, and I'm, I'm hoping he's leaving everything, all the CG up top, because that'll help. You know, when you do your rolls and stuff in your F3, CF3N maneuvers and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I just saw that and thought I'd put it in here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, are, are they going to call this kid sister? Because the other one was my buddy. <laughs> oh, come on. Wasn't that bad. I figured they'd probably call it uh, uncle. <laughs> is it, is it, is it, the uncle you never want to invite. <laughs> uncle. I don't know. What are you going to call no, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Instead, so, of, instead of your kite, you're okay. I don't know. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uncle Vincent. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they call this. We'll see what this is. Um, You know, like I said, it's very early in the stages. These are just teaser picks. And, um. But it'll be interesting to see. Um, one yeah. of the things that I find that's what, quite interesting is like the the front or the, the main fuselage of the heli doesn't look that big, but that tail boom is looks pretty far back and long, and you know, so it's interesting. I, I can't wait to see actual like prototype, you know, versions and and maybe some more, um, maybe some you know, CAD drawings from other angles or maybe without the canopy on stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah. One of the guys in the comments said, uh, "Will this be stretchable to 770?" That's that's interesting too. If they do something like that, that'd be pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah, 770 or 800, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. What else do we got? I believe we have an updated version of the blade. What is it? The Fusion 480. They call it a smart power combo kit and a smart super combo yeah uh, i don't i wasn't that familiar but i assume this com- now comes with the smart esc and telemetry capabilities yeah. so, so um so the the fusion 480 originally was a kit right so like you yes. just got the airframe i think this and- is still a kit it is it's still a kit to build oh, it's a I mean, combo yeah yeah but i'm saying like yeah like it's more kind of going in line with the aligned super combo type of uh, purchase where you can buy basically this helicopter and it comes with everything except for a battery and a charger oh, and your transmitter, right? Like, But like the, the helicopter airframe is basically um, buy and fly ready. Well, there's, there's, there's two versions actually. Right. I'm looking at it. Okay. There's I'm looking at the super com- combo. There's the smart power combo kit, mm-hmm. which is... Five ninety nine ninety nine, six hundred okay. bucks, and in the box is the kit, a mm-hmm. motor, a one hundred amp smart ESC, and the super combo. What does it have uh, servos as well? 
Servos, yeah, so it comes yeah. with servos, it comes with a flight controller and a receiver. Okay, so that's the difference. You can either get the kit, the motor, and the ESC, or you can get the super I mean, combo, which comes with the all the servos yeah. and the flight controller and the receiver. Yep. And we're talking about you know $150 difference, and you get all that extra. I'd yeah. probably just say might as well go for it. I mean, unless you have the servos or you have a flight controller. You yeah, or you don't want to use that flight controller. Or you yeah. don't fly Spectrum or, uh, yeah, I mean, there's reasons to go with the other one. Yeah, well, either way. But, but like um, you said, it's only 150 bucks. Yeah, so that's a great that's, price. <laughs> that's a good deal on servos and a flight controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Four servos, flight controller, and a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks pretty good. And the motor's pretty big 4320. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or 500 size heli. That's pretty big. Yep. Yeah. Six you know, I mean, power. It's, it's wide. Yeah. Success. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, 1300 kV motor. Um, you know, from the folks that I know that fly the Fusion 480, they say it's a great helicopter, you know? It flies yeah. very well. So it looks it's good. Just adding to that, you know? Nice. Not bad, 750 and just all ready to go. That's that's not bad at all. I know. I mean, yeah, that's a great price. And then you get all that telemetry stuff too, you know, which is great. The ESC. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And for programming, if you're using the flybars unit, so yeah, it's just it's it's nice. Okay, what else we got here? Uh, Diablo Nitros are available yes. for order for the next batch of kits. Each kit will be ordered to your uh, specification, uh, including gear ratio, canopy color, rotor head type, etc. And they're looking to ship by the end of February. Yes. This is a pretty sweet heli. I saw Dan fly his this past weekend. And, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think they added uh, some gear ratios, I guess, mm-hmm. for various stuff. And yeah. last I heard, they're coming out with the YS version, which yes. will have the, the correct uh, adapter to fit a YS engine. Yep. Yep, yep, exactly. Awesome. Yep, it's a cool heli. If you're interested, you might better get your name in the hat because I'm sure... Take a fill up quickly. Yes. Okay, and then what else do we have here? Oh, I know this thing. Uh, I don't know where to begin, Steve. I suppose I I suppose you and I are have been forced into a competition where we fly a tandem freestyle flight and compete with all the other podcasts. Yes. So So competing against. Let's we are competing up. against the RC Heli Hooligans. I didn't know they were Te- still a podcast. Tellerotor. <laughs> well, the, the, I'll give you that if it wasn't the RC Heli Hooligans event. So they get a pass since it's his event. It's mm. kind of the way I see it. I okay. mean, it's the RC Heli Hooligans chill out. Yeah. I mean. So he gets a pass just this once. Yeah, but okay, so. I'm curious. His Wait, show let me finish. Two- Tellerotor okay, okay. and okay. Heliheads. Yes. We discovered okay. that there was going to be at least two people from each of those podcasts. Two people out. from each podcast, right? Yes. Now, hooligans, when they were around doing episodes, there were only two hosts. Correct. I know Ed's not coming down. So Correct. how is this going to work? Uh, probably be Walt and John. See, but then that's, I mean, I know Walter Hooligan, but he's not 
He wasn't well, a part of the podcast. Yeah. John wasn't on air that much, but he's a big part of the hooligan podcast behind okay. the scenes. Okay. So I'll give you that. I don't know if this is true, but I heard it was going to be Walt and Jimmy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> don't quote me. Awesome. Though. But, uh, it's okay because um, Justin Cook is joining Free Four RC podcast, so <laughs> he's going to take he's going to take my spot. Oh shit! Oh shit! No, he's taking my spot. <laughs> no, no, I already, I already worked it out. He's taking my spot. <laughs> you want to you want to take your helicopter home in, in the same condition, right? <laughs> Last time I did a tandem flight, didn't end too well. Uh, yeah, I wonder yeah, yeah. if we can uh, we can have pilots for uh, proxy fly for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it like you know um, pinch it, pinch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Nah, I mean it. It'll probably be fine. I. I mean, did you see what what the heliheads did though? Huh? No. Yeah. Let's let's invite Scott to be on the podcast going forward because <laughs> Dan Dan is going to go on parental leave. Yeah. You know. So we're gonna have Scott come in and be yeah okay yeah that that okay so that's why I'm saying Justin's gonna fly for for me oh, nice. for you no <laughs> no I think it'll be good times regardless obviously I'm just talking yeah about, I mean um, you and I have never flown together and yeah. we only see each other like a couple times a year At so most, I don't know most. how we're supposed <laughs> yeah. to put together a tandem flight I guess. I'll just hover and you can do funnels around me or something. I don't know. No, I was going to hover because everybody knows that I love hovering. Okay. Oh, well, you hover and I'll do funnels around you. <laughs> yes. You're better at that anyway. You're a better pilot, so you can do that. <laughs> but don't get me – but if I, I might get bored of hovering and start just smacking things around and – Okay. You know, well, that'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. At the very least, it's going to be exciting, I think. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun because, you Especially know – Especially watching the other guys. Yeah. Watching Shaggy and probably DePaulo and Kevin and Scott should be pretty good entertainment. Oh, definitely. And trying to watching Walt try not to kill someone with his heli will be fun. <laughs> try not and, to crash. <laughs> and then watch John smack it into the ground in about 45 seconds. So it'll be fun. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. This is something <laughs> that um, Jay has been pushing hard. Hard. Yeah, this is uh, the brain child, yes. if you want to call it a child, of Dre mm -hmm. Treadway. Yes. And he has some sort of unhealthy fascination with tandem flying. Yes. If you've ever been around Jay, he's always talking about tandem flying. I don't know what it is. I don't know. So he, he come up with this. Okay, yes. <laughs> so I told him I'd play along, but I'm not too happy about it. No, no, I think you said, like, we're very reluctant to do this, but we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll play along. Yeah. But don't expect a lot, guys. No, guys. no, not at all. From me or Steve. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm expecting we'll, quite a bit. Well, you will be guys. seriously underwhelmed. Like <laughs> underwhelmed, yes. I will just watch it while I'm, I'll watch any videos uh, while I'm drinking. So to amp up the experience. <sighs> yes. For me. Hey, Steve, why don't we just both fly gassers and just hover for 12, 15 minutes? Oh, my God. I'd pass out. Dude, just, just fly your nitro and make it really, really rich so nobody can see what's going on. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll just fly I'll my just nitro like and fall 30, out of the air. I'll just do 30 oh. autos and you just do whatever the hell you normally do. Yeah, I'll just do a, a, a minute flight and then the helicopter just fall out of the air. <laughs> yeah, that's the going rate it's been Probably doing. Probably what'll happen. <laughs> you know? Uh. Nah, so it'll be interesting. Um, 
I think it'll be a lot of fun, but I, oh, it'll be fun. I, you know, I, I am going to warn you, like, even if I'm like, stay to the right and I'll stay to the left, I won't stay to the side I'm going to, that I say I'm going to stay uh, I know on. you're not going to do stay anywhere. Yeah, I'm so going to be all I over I figure we're just going to fly around and try to avoid hitting each other. Um, yes, I'm going <laughs> to try to avoid hitting each other. Um, yes. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Don't fly the helicopter, you are. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm. I already know what I'm flying, so it's not a big deal. I don't. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, you're kind of screwed because all your helis are good. Yeah. Uh, definitely not gonna be the Kraken Nitro. Uh, that's kind of my shelf queen. Yeah. No, I figured your Black Thunder or your. So you don't want to fly your Nitro because you're just gonna. Re- it's just gonna be rebuilt. I know, but I, have to I, be black well, you wasn't going to even bring an electric, were you? I, I wasn't. Oh, it's going to be the gasser, the nitro, and the cracking nitro. You don't want to fly the gasser. I mean, you I could put my five hundred, but that's not me. Eh. No, no, it has to be a seven hundred, right? Yeah, Wait, I mean, it's, it's, it could do five hundred, five sixteen, but that's not going to be near as cool. No, it will be because I will hit you. Yeah. Not you, but the helicopter, yes. I will hit the, your heli. Or both. No, I fly pretty far with the 500. Like, I, f- I fly far out because that little thing scares me. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't right, know. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll figure this out. Because I don't know what, what's the requirements. Are there any requirements? Can I dr- fly, you know, whatever? Uh, They joked around about 700 only, but I don't know that anybody made a rule for that. Well, I think it should be 700 only. I'm just saying. But I mean, it would be way better. I mean, yeah. if you're going to do it, just do it. Yeah, right. Man up and do it, right? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you just fly one of Jay's? Why don't you fly Jay's Kraken since he's so keen on this contest? I'll yeah. fly his T-Rex. You fly his Kraken. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That'll be awesome. His 450, sorry, 450 combat bird. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> all right. I think it's going to be a great time. So, oh. for all the listeners, um, be on the lookout of the RCHO's um, Facebook group. They're going to be doing live video streams um, of these tandem flights. So, if you're not um, already have liked or joined that, that Facebook group page, I would suggest doing so. Yeah, it should be good times. I don't know if anyone, I mean, I'm sure other people will be streaming on yeah. probably RC Heli Hangouts. Hangout. Probably on some of the, the podcast pages. Yeah. I don't know about ours because I'm pretty bad at streaming stuff. I mean, it's just you and me there, so we're not going to stream because we're going to be flying, right? I mean, I'll stream the other flights. I don't mind that. Yeah. When yeah. is this duo of epic tandemness going to be supposed place? to be <laughs> supposed to be Saturday, Saturday, right? The whatever day that is. I think it's the eighth. Well, that's what uh, I'm asking. Is it March eighth? Saturday the eighth in the mid afternoon. Oh, so February eighth. Yeah, mid, so like two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Oh, dude, I couldn't have made it anyways, because I'm covering a guy f- next week on call. I know. I saw it on your on the calendar. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah, you're switching with John. Yeah, you're like on call switching with John. I was like, okay, I guess he's on call switching that week. Switching with John. No, my wife must be doing that. Tom, Whoa. I don't know. My, my <laughs> wife must be switching with Tom. 
Uh, shit. No, oh, it says on call switch with Tom from 9 a.m. Oh. to 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the podcast calendar. That's my wife, I think. I don't know. None of us know yeah. how that shit works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's okay. So I'm just looking at the calendar. It will be February 8th. I, I don't know if a day or nighttime. I think nighttime, right? Uh, mid afternoon. Okay, mid afternoon. Okay. So February eighth, mid afternoon. You know, make sure your notifications are turned on for Facebook, so you get you get these alerts. But it's gonna be pretty insane, I think. I think it's gonna be. You know, I don't, don't want to use the word epic, but I'm gonna use the word epic. I think it's gonna be pretty damn epic. All right. Four podcast crews are gonna be out there. Yeah. Damn. That's the cool part. Yeah, a couple of years ago. In this mini podcast assembled since Urcha a couple of years ago when we were Yeah. There. And then even then, like before before that, there weren't even this many Pally podcasts out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So listen yeah. and make sure you tell Kevin uh I apologize for not getting back to him from September. <laughs> uh I just saw it come up now on my messenger. I don't look at Facebook Messenger, dude. Yeah, yeah. I I, I ain't got no time for that. I'll give him my number. He can text me directly. He was asking me in regards to podcast setup and some audio issues and stuff like that. Well, I guess he figured it out. Yeah. Well, he did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I helped him. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was using GarageBand. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have? What was the last thing we have here? Uh, I, I put uh, a link to where you can submit your comments to the FAA. And uh, okay. I, I also posted it on our Facebook page. It's uh, regulations.gov slash comment. Uh, and then it's question mark D equals FAA uh, dash 2019. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the um, when I when we release this episode, I'll put it in the comment. OK, there you go. Yeah, because there's no way anyone's going to remember comment question D equals FAA. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering whether I should read it or not, but. You know, and I just copied this from the FT guys uh, from their YouTube mm-hmm. uh, channel that they just started uh, where they're trying to get together their own community organization. Um, just make it a little, you know, write, write just a little something little and, uh, you know, do it once a day or whatever you want to do and, you know, include, like, how much the hobby means to you. Because from their last video, you know, Alex kind of mentioned that from what he gathers uh, from when he was at CES was that, most people's uh most that uh, most of the FAA view of the hobby in general is DJI um they they have you know so make make sure you let them know that there's more to it than just some idiot flying into his garage with a drone tell them i fly my freaking helicopter into my garage and i fly my airplane into my garage you know no don't mm-hmm. say that just let them know that there's more out there than than what they think yeah and how much but that is not the hobby. Too. Our hobby is what we do. The DJI stuff is not the hobby. Yeah. You know? Well, unfortunately, they see it all as one. And, uh, well, and that's the thing. And that's I think that's part of the awareness that we need to bring. Right. You know, yeah. The voices with all of our voices. Yeah, have you guys done it already or what? Yeah. Yeah. I have. I did once. I'm doing it. I'm going to try and do it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do another yes, one. Yes, I did one. I'm going to try to do another one sometime this week when I figure out what time but yeah yeah at least try to do two or three times everyone you know because we're not a big community out there and for our voices to really be heard we do need some numbers and three four submissions you know yeah. will help so 
these are great. These are some great recommendations. Um, on a side note, what do you guys think about this whole you know flight tests wanting to do their own CBO? I freaking love it. I love competition in any way. I, I, I don't know anything about it, so I haven't watched their videos about it. I haven't seen any content about it or heard anything, so I, I'm in the dark. But um, this okay, is the so first you, I'm hearing of it. That's yeah. how bad I'm in the dark. Well, it's called FTCA. Um, mm-hmm. Flight Test Community Association, I believe it stands for, and that's their new YouTube channel. Um, And it's interesting to see what they're struggling with to become a organization like the AMA, which there's nothing that says we can't have them, and they've they've thought about doing it for a while. Yeah. What are they struggling with? (laughs) Being recognized as a community organization by by the government. Well, they're not going to get recognized until they, like, build up their membership though yeah but it's been more than it's been more than that they've been meeting requirements and then they've been asked to meet more requirements and just just what they've been going through trying to do (laughs) it's not easy i I think because you remember when dan reed was trying to do that yeah like four or five years ago and i i just fizzled out because it just became it's just ugh it Just shouldn't be, it shouldn't be easy, crap. but it shouldn't be ridiculously hard. I know. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, you shouldn't need 17 licenses to be a kid with a lawnmower and cut your neighbor's lawn. You shouldn't have to have 10 lawyers on staff just to get this done. Yeah, right. on a retainer, right? right? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like when they, the AMA did it, they did it when it was like the best time to do it because they didn't care. No one cared about it. <laughs> now that it's some. The AMA did it before the FAA was even formed. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. If, but I'm saying, like, but the government was still around, right? It's not like they did it when there's no government. But it's like they, you know, just the world we live in today is not the world that oh, AMA was founded in. You know, it's so different now that there's so many regulations, there's so much red tape that for them to do something like this, they need a huge following. They need insurance to make sure they're covered, you know, like well, and so the- they could prove all that stuff. And the, the the time that they came from, I mean, the, the AMA was formed in a time when you had community-based organizations, you had community-based uh, yeah. co-ops and stuff like that. You had, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of that. There was a lot of president, vice president, I nominate this guy type of organizations back in the 40s and 50s. I mean, that was all basically because the community wanted to take care of things. It didn't want government involved uh, in, yeah. in all their little aspects of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of dated, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll join the flight test one if they, you know, when they open that up. Yeah. For sure. I'll, sh- I'll definitely. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think if anything, it'll give the AMA a little kick in the ass, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, so I just I don't know where it's going to go. And, and I'm going to sit back and watch. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to join. Um, well, right now, that's all we can do. Yeah, Just you know, but even it. when they open up memberships and stuff, I'll probably still sit back for a little while, see where it goes. Um, you know, I mean, Flight Test has a lot of subscribers, has a lot of followers. If you take all their subscribers and even cut it by hand and say half and say this is the ones in America, like, you know, we're talking about half a million people. And who knows, you know, like, who knows if they can be bigger than the AMA? Yeah, but, right. But they could also flop and, you know... Well, no, sure. so, so we'll see, we'll see. Um, we'll just have to stand by and see, and I think it'll be interesting. And like you said, 
it's good to have this type of competition, but then I think AMA is going to have to step up their game too, you know? Yeah. Uh, and not step up the game by charging more for their membership or something. But, you know, I, I mean, I know they do a lot for with the government and trying to bring awareness. So I'm not saying they don't do anything and with the money that we, we send them and stuff. But yeah, I just want to make sure, you and know, I, and I'm not trying to slam the AMA in any ways, but uh, we, we yeah. said it when we had Scott Graham on the show that, you know, they are a little bit dated and flight test is a, a younger group of, you know, people. Uh, that that would head up head that up, you know. Yeah, more up to date. Yeah, exactly. And but my also thing, like, so just just to play devil's advocate, like, if you're the government, you're these, uh, you know, let's not even say government, but you're like these senators and Congress people, right? And you have an organization where there's all these mature adults compared to a bunch of twenty, thirty year olds. I mean, who are you gonna take serious? More serious? The lobbyists. Exactly. <laughs> Neither <Yeah>. one. <laughs> the the people that are giving them more money. That anyway. Em- that empty head Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, I'll take her seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for me? You say? Yes, you. I mm-hmm. am going to go to the Adam Swap Meet on Saturday. Really? Nice. Yes. In beautiful. Uh, Hillsboro, New Jersey. Uh, that's funny. Mike was like, "Are you doing the Adam show?" Or was it Mike? No, no. Rob was saying, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Um, you plan on doing the Adam show this weekend?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I guess I could go there and waste five dollars." Yeah, or you get him. When it's gonna go buy that Haley that's like forty years old for the Hirobu shuttle that's for like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's ready no. to fly. No, it's how much? I don't know what it was. Uh, he didn't have a price on it. And with last year, I didn't even see it, I think, right? Yeah, it was there. I think hey, we took a picture again of it. Oh, okay. With the wooden blades. Yeah. But I don't think there was a price on it. I, I don't know. I should ask I'm going to go, man. I don't know. I have to see if I could. Um, I think the wife might have plans on Saturday, but I'm going to see if I could switch it to Sunday, and then I can go. Um, I probably won't fly this weekend, that means. But I got a lot of wrenching to do anyways, and then a fun flight a week after, so I'm okay yeah. with that. yeah. I, I asked Mike D what time he was going to be there, and then I said I'll probably show up an hour earlier uh, of what time you tell me you're going to be there because he loves to do that. <laughs> yeah. When we well, go to breakfast, I'll, he always says, yeah, yeah be, there, be there at 9 o'clock, and then freaking quarter yeah, after yeah. 8, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, yeah. I, I, I actually want to, if I do go, I want to go early because I feel like every time I go there, I go there at like 11 o'clock and everything yeah, good no, is gone. Yeah. It's done by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the old guys are like, oh, it's it's done, right? So. You gotta I, go eat lunch. Yeah, yeah. No, you mean dinner? Early bird. Yeah, dinner. <laughs> no, uh, I'm curious on the auctions though. I, I I like auction. I don't know. I just like gambling. The auctions were fun. Yeah, for like yeah, they're minutes. fun. You know, depends on what they're auctioning off. So maybe maybe I'll bring my hundred dollars and five dollars for entry and and see uh, you know, see if I can win anything. If not, at the very least, I need some XT60 uh, connectors and. I'd like hey. to get some more wires and shrink wrap if I can, if they have any. Why don't you each take the same amount of money and see who can get the best stuff? Ooh, oh, out of that's a good like idea. hundred bucks or fifty oh, bucks, that's a good idea. twenty bucks or whatever. Like, who you can get do the that? coolest stuff or who, whatever amount you set? Who's going to judge the coolest stuff? I will. All right, I love it. You, you will, or we could have our listeners, you know, like, it don't matter. Someone yeah, will. open it up as a little poll. Listener poll. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. But, okay, so we'll think about it, and we'll let's let's think about it and announce it next episode, right? Because yeah. No, no, we won't have time for that. I mean, it's this weekend, so. All right, we'll think about it, and we'll, we'll let's make a post on the free fall page. Yeah, and we'll release the post on Friday, right? To mm-hmm. say like this is the contest, and these are the the, the guidelines that we want to try to follow, you know. Um, but yeah, let's yeah. I mean, I don't know what price you're thinking, but yeah, let's let's do something. You guys set know. a price, and the guideline is there is no guidelines, so you can do it in the auction. You can. Order yeah, something way down to that price. I yeah, say we do fifty dollars in like just buying something, and we, if there is anything in auction, but last year they really didn't. I don't know. I thought they didn't do money auction. So, and then see what we can get for fifty dollars in auction. Okay. Yeah, you know? oh, or something like that, or thirty and thirty or something. Okay. However you want to do it. No, that's you that's know? cool. Kind of like we can go browse the tables. And then we can see what we can win on the auctions and watch us be auctioning it. Like <laughs> bidding against bidding each on each other. Yeah. <laughs> Forty nine fifty. I'm like, shit, I'm at my cap ready. <laughs> oh man. Uh, that's a good right. idea. So yeah, that might be yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's a good one, Andy. Thanks. Um all right, so yeah, that's you know, I'm gonna try to make the swap meet. I'm gonna also fix up my goblin black nitro, install that YS, get everything set up, ready to go for the chill out. Um, yeah, and that's it. Cool. cool. What, a, what about you, Andy? <laughs> I got to change the pinion in the whiplash gasser. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Third week. Third week. Oh, uh, and I'm going to build that FT racer. Jeez. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even think George gets it. Uh, <laughs> FT racer. <laughs> awesome. I don't even have an FT racer. I just thought you guys would think that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, George, what about you? What's next for you? In the hobby? Yeah. Uh, Steve Hodges is coming over, I nice. see, um, Saturday. And uh, we're going to work on some helicopters and fly a little bit and then probably eat a lot. After nice. that, I'm just still trying to get all these icons configured. I'm working on one right now. Nice. If I got time, I might try to come up there and get that plane Saturday, George. Oh, yeah. See what you guys are working on. That'd be oh, good. good. Yeah. Okay. Do we have any new voicemails? Nope. Just one message. I think we got a couple messages. No, not voicemail message, but email message. Sorry. Yes. Let's see here. Uh, so, yeah, leave us a voicemail at 973-936-8936. Again, that's 973-936-8936. Awesome. <clears throat> okay. It's wrap-up time or what? Or what? I mean, yeah, wrap-up time. <laughs> okay, we are at 696 Facebook likes. That is plus three this week. Nice. And let's see what we have here. We have Bjorn Hockison. Wait a minute. 696 or is it 969? Oh, 969. You're right. Dyslexia. I thought, I thought we were over. 
it's at least over 600. I was looking at that, so I thought we were closer to a thousand. Yes. Yes, please. Dyslexic when I wrote that. That's okay. It is, sorry, 969 plus three. <laughs> so let's do this again. We have Bjorn Hawkinson, Christopher Barnes, and Charlie Evans. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thank yes, six, 969. Yes, we're 31 off. Oh, maybe whatever we get at the Adam Swap, maybe we can give it away for that. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> All right. What do we got from Facebook comments? Facebook comments. God, I need a new chair. This chair's uncomfortable. We got some comments on our last show to go or not to go. Yeah. A few. Um, yeah. One from Gina talking about Gina. Uh, I haven't talked to her for, in a while or heard from her. Uh, but we asked the listeners, you know, what about the events that you go to, you know, makes it what the reason you go or something like that. And she said, that's an easy one for me. The people I've met so many uh, awesome folks over the world all, from all over the world. And I go to the events to catch up with old friends and make new ones. And Ian Joel said, Gina, I couldn't have said it better. I think no matter the size of the event always makes for a good time, good flying and great people. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bill commented on the most important part of the episode. In this episode, Kevin gives us the lowdown on the new chair he purchased. Stay tuned for next week's episode when he talks about the new matching table. I can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not buy a table. No? No. Ah. But I did tell I, there was a funny uh, time. Uh, Devin, for some reason, was was. Uh, Getting, getting my ire up at one point during the weekend, and I said, listen, Devin, I will flip and kick your ass, then Bill, and then your old man. And they were all three of them were standing here, and Bill turned around and went, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It was, it was classic. Awesome. Classic Bill. Yeah, Bill knows a thing about a table or two. Yeah. He knows about the matching table. Uh, what else do we have? Website comments. We got a few comments. Uh, I don't know where where they came from, but this one from Gray Eagle Jr., dude. I never read Gray Eagle Jr. stuff, and the first time I open up a picture from him, it's a guy holding a helicopter playing a Goblin Air Guitar Challenge. Yeah, it's Hugo. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I got to stop opening mail. <laughs> it just makes no sense to me, but I love Gray Eagle Jr., and all the nonsense that he makes. Um, he said, an, an epic time of old school, of natural progression, a goblin rocking without super, without vision and super. Now record of digital Nickelodeon. And he gave us a YouTube link to the uh, Hugo Marx plays the RC Goblin Air Guitar. Yeah. 2013. Yeah. LA Challenge or something. I, I don't know. Do it this. looked like a good time. Yeah. I think I could probably do, get away with this. Oh, you could definitely do that. I probably could. Uh, I don't know, man, but I could probably do it awesome. without crashing, without it hitting the ground, but I doubt it. <laughs> well, you just get so into it, you're going to smash it. Yeah, if it's not in tune, I'm pissed off by the end of the show, you know, end of the set, I'm smashing it. Yeah. 
Dude, you're 52. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but inside, I'm 25. I don't know. I know, I know. You're young at heart. I know, I know. Young at heart. I take a few Geritol, man, and, you know, I'm good to go. And uh, at, least at least you're not the oldest anymore. No, I'm yeah. not the oldest anymore. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> uh, Stephen Hoover sent us a screenshot about translational lift just to clear up any of Andy's confusion. And it's a whole Wikipedia definition of <laughs> transitional translational lift. Uh, yeah, trans translational. Translational. Thank you, Stephen. Even though I wasn't ever confused about what it is, just how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny, yeah. I was not never confused about what it is I was confused exactly. about. Exactly. You heard me. <laughs> but I'm glad for the definition. Great Eagle Jr. also sent us another email saying, uh, this gets me banned from Electrical City, question mark. The Great Eagle cooking channel. And it's a microwave picture of a bag of classic Lay's potato chips, three-in-one oil, and a socket on, I don't know what that is. Plate. A, just plate. a black plate. In a super gross-ass microwave. Yeah, that thing's pretty dirty. Yep. That will get you banned. Mm -hmm. That will definitely have the uh, electricians at your house. Okay. And last but not least, we got a note from Tom Messer. And he says, hey, guys, longtime listener. Not sure if you're considering more listener guests, but if you think it could work, I'd like to give it a shot. I've been in the hobby for nearly 40 years. Dad got me into it, flown helis, pattern, iMac, etc. Currently mostly jets and helis. Been sponsored, not sponsored, have opinions on both. Ha, either way, you guys do a great job. Enjoy listening and keep it up. So, Steve, oh. log them down, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I just sent him uh, a reply to that. So Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, you know what we could do? We could get Gray Ingle to come up with some, uh, you know, his little riddles, and anybody that figures them out, they can be a guest. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's a good idea, but we'd never get a guest. I was going to say that'll be an entire year of us four talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like his emails are subjective to the listener. Like some people will get different things from his messages. It's like poetry. Yeah. You take out of it what you will. It's art. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Wow. You just, call right. him, you just called Gray Eagle Jr. a poet. And an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's damn sure not logical, so it's got to be some sort of art. It's got to be creative some way, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, people of Podbean. People of Podbean. Dude, we got a few things going on on Podbean. Uh, got to Tinker. Cucas <laughs> uh, and Cesar all started following us. Uh Mike Welch, our good buddy Mike Welch, AAAA, Gray Eagle Jr., Heli Man, and Heli Fun all liked episode 209, To Go or Not To Go. Luigi and Heli Man and Mario all, all liked episode 208, Clone Wars. 
Nice. So thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Let's see. We have two comments on Podbean. So I'll read those pretty quick. Okay. Uh, First one is uh, Jeff Smart. uh, Seven days ago says, great show, guys. Inverted down under. Ah, yes. Oh, the guys. Pretty sure. Ooh. Him and Ozzy Mozzy. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, and then we have two days ago from Grey Eagle Jr. And here we go. Destiny. Travel Kitchen. Fakin' National Internal Galaxy Interperfect. Darts thrown in the lawn and run from normies. Those are hellies of ownership. Bowel urgency sometimes will notify your sphincter. <laughs> Hold, please, of polite until safety area. Shed weight and your gasser will move a faster. Excuse me. If there is an urge to go, no matter what of the kindred kind, obey. It's law of attraction. Funfly your body to a place of heli, keeping the inside alive outside basement. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Good luck trying to figure out what that is to get on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, cool, <laughs> awesome. All right, thanks, Craig Eagle Junior. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, I know what we could do. We yeah? could write something and then have it converted into Gray Eagle speak. See mm. what that happens. See what happens with that. So you're talking about get the. Uh, Great Eagle Translator app going. Yeah. I'm very afraid. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little scared, but I think that scared <laughs> is giving me a little bit of that, like, you know, adrenaline, like, oh, yeah, we should do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have for iTunes reviews? I saw nothing new on iTunes. Gosh. We have yet to get a review in the year 2020, so be the first, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. We haven't gotten anything in 2020. I can't believe it. Really? Yeah. Like end of January coming up. Like, really? Okay. <clears throat> so, drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefrc podcast. Check out our webpage, freefrcpodcast.show. That show. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Flight Test Forums, Off the Field Audio Video Productions, Other Than Flight Test Podcasts, Free Farsi Podcasts. Say hi to David Hill. Hey, Dave. Hi, David Hill. Hey, you. <laughs> Fellow podcasters, <laughs> we have the Heliheads Podcast. The Heliheads Podcast. That's with Feathering Shaft, Louis Vuitton, and Dirt Merchant. <laughs> oh, and there's a new one, right? And there's a new guy. Yeah, El Presidente. I don't care what you call him. I'm calling him El Presidente. Yeah, or or fence post, or you know, thirty two clicks. Or I'm not calling anybody <laughs> fence posts or pantsless or any of that stuff. Pantsless no. or no. whatever. Nope. Yeah, yeah. He'll always be El Presidente to me. Telerotor podcast. That's Mike Rich and Mike Robert. You say it's so weird. I'm like it's so, so it's robotic. Right? Isn't it? It's it's right, but it's weird. Yeah. Okay, BKRC podcast. <laughs> That's with Bert and Kyle. Come yeah, on. R- RC Roundtable. 
That's Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Voltage high. With Mr. Watts. That's Bobby. Uh, skids up. Skids up is with Frank, Scott, Paul, and Javier. Down under. Inverted down under. Inverted oh. down under. Sorry. Yeah, who that, wrote this here? That was me. That's what Ozzy Mozzy and the other guy. No, the other guy, Jeff. <laughs> you know I'm kidding. So Good eye, mate. Yeah. yeah. I was just like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AMA podcast. That's what Matt Ruddick and the evil FAA. The evil FAA. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Speaking of all things evil, yeah. Check out our friend Bill Ann <laughs> on his Bill Ann YouTube page. And Bill Ann too. And Bill Ann too for more riveting entertainment. Yeah, was it he reads manuals on that page or something? No, he's got like two videos. He's killing me. I don't care if he's, you know, pointing the camera at the grass and watching it grow, dude. Just put another video up there, Bill. Oh, he should video himself when he's editing the other videos. That should just be Bill N2. I can't take his, his really, to be honest with you, I can't take his regular channel. It's the only reason I'm, I'm friends with him is because of Bill N2. So I have to watch that. And he's only got two videos and I've seen him repeatedly. So, I mean, he's got to get some more new content out there. New content, dude. Yeah. I mean, boats, snow. I don't know. You want to do a time lapse of you looking through a telescope? <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead what is on this channel i i don't think i've ever been to it the heli heads are convinced it's a cooking channel or, or should be it's a cooking channel yeah that's no. what they say okay no he has literally two videos i know on here of a plane and a plane two planes i know that that channel is called hey i got a good idea and then i don't follow through with it ah the don't follow through Bill and two. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Don't follow through with Bill and two. Yep. That's what it is. <sighs> All right. If I could hack his account, <laughs> I would post a, a video of something, anything of me looking through a telescope so I could watch it <laughs> of your old Kung Fu flick. Of looking at, own... through a telescope at him. Yeah. Brown test production. <laughs> no, not at him. No way. <laughs> I'll spend a lot of money on a telescope and look at Bill. No way. Oh, my God. You break the lens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right. Cool. Not too bad of an episode. I'm kidding. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Yeah. Free thanks, guys. guys. And we'll see you next time. Jeez. I'm going, be, I'm going to be editing all that out. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. All right. Cool. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. I'm ready whenever. Hey, I am ready. Wow. Well, you caught me. I heard you.
talking shit about me. I was talking shit. You know that, Andy? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that Andy, he's a real fucker. I hate him. <laughs> Just no beating around the bush. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Dude, now I know I've hit the freaking, the the top, the crest of the hill. Because I just got an AARP membership <laughs> nice. letter in the mail. Sweet. You can get $5 off the early bird special. Bullshit. I'll pay full price. I, I'm not joining that liberal freaking give the Democrats <laughs> money bullshit. Yeah. My, what, you, dude, imagine living with me. My wife is like, I'm going to Starbucks. And I'm like, you know that Starbucks and their Let's Talk Race Relations program? And and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm just going shut for up. coffee. Yeah. Just shut up. I'm going for coffee. We can't even watch the news together. Is the itch bad, Kevin? The the what? The itch, yeah. The tinfoil hat on your head. Does it, it does. Like, is it itchy or what? At times, yeah. But, you know, I, I cover okay. my... I got enough hair on my head to... To deal with it, most of the time I cover my head with saran wrap first. Yeah, and a lot of times I get my entire face, so that should explain a lot. You need to get you some of that shit from the Watchmen that protects your brain from psychics. Yeah, yeah. I got I, I got to make a uh, I got a three D print a magneto helmet to keep yeah. that guy out of my head. Cerebro. Three <laughs> D print. That would actually be pretty fucking cool. George must not be able to join the call for some reason. He keeps calling. Or Doesn't George does. do this for a living? Yeah. No wonder he was stressed out. <laughs> I can't get this damn call to work. <laughs> he needs to sign out of his phone and only be signed into Skype in one day. <laughs> George is going to hear this on the bloopers. He's going to be like, He's call, he has to call like China and Europe and 40 million fucking places and they keeps messing it up he could do that fine but he can't call tennessee and jersey <laughs> yeah magneto helmet uh, hey guys we're talking bad about you oh shit sorry sorry george <laughs> if i knew you were here i would i would have started over I don't, I don't like talking about people when they're not here how's everyone doing tonight i just opened up my coals my You're wife's doing well my wife's Coles you? bill, so I'm not doing that good. <laughs> Tear that shit I up. do. Dude, so you, you name it, my wife has a credit card for it. I mean... You know, mine my was life, the same way. <laughs> <clears throat> I think she's still got a James Way credit card somewhere. I think mine's still got a Montgomery Wards. Yeah, two guys, Montgomery Wards. Woolworth still got a Sears card, I'm sure. Probably still money owed on it too. <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of all that crap here a while back. I I started kind of noticing, you know, all these different letters coming in from all these women's places, and I'm like, well, why do you have all these credit cards? My male lady, she hates me. She's like, well, you have something I have to carry out every day. <laughs> well. Well, they shouldn't work? complain, dude. Email, email took over and did away with, like, postal mail, like, just right. writing letters. Everybody does it with email and texting now, and, you know, now it's gone from small letters. Now it's packages. I mean, yeah. 
Thank God. Or just be happy they got something to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, the postman, he, he wore a nice uniform. You know, he was professional looking. Now it looks like the local meth heads and stuff pulling up, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. I got one here that keeps driving through my yard. Stupid asshole. <laughs> Wasn't that that movie I, with Chevy Chase? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a UPS guy that did that. He backed off of my driveway. And you know how high it is. It's like yeah. a foot high. Did he, get, did he get out or is he stuck? He backed up and I caught him. I said, hold on, hold on. I said, dude, I said, you're going to end up tearing the shit out of my concrete. And uh, I finally hooked the mule to him and drug him up over it. But he was about to back down right, right over top of my septic tank and everything. Yeah. Crazy. Jeez. I saw Zombieland 2. We could talk about that. Oh, shit. I, don't, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, oh, what? You haven't seen Zombieland 2? You know, I didn't like it as good as I did the first one. I've got it on Blu-ray sitting over here. I just hadn't watched it yet. Blu-ray? Man, yeah. y'all, you need to get some... Jeez. I ain't some, got no uh, fucking internet, uh, assholes. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And he doesn't yeah. want to break the laws like you fuckers. Yeah, yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> like, I have a choice. <laughs> the average American citizen <laughs> breaks wait, three laws like, a day. Oh, you gotta, get, you gotta get all this shit and watch your shit. I'm real bad about, I mean, people will come in my shop and they say, you're just, man, you, you've got issues. If, I, if I'm over here working and I've got a two millimeter hex driver and I'm using it for something and I'm finished doing that little piece, but I probably need it again in 15 minutes, I still go put it up and then I have to go back and get it again. And I don't know, it's just, for me, it's kind of easier that way because I know exactly where it is. It's not in this pile I'm shuffling around like... <laughs> That, pit, that picture I posted, I would just kind of roll everything around until I saw what I was looking for. Yeah, see, what I do, George, is when I start a project, I just take the entire toolbox and dump it out on the table, and then I don't have to get up again. And hmm. then he walks away and doesn't actually work on the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, He's like, it's oh, still there, like, mess. two Fuck weeks this, later. <laughs> yeah, two weeks later, I forgot what I was supposed to do. It's like, oh, why well, is all this shit on the table? <laughs> oh, there's a helicopter underneath all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey! God bless. Thank you. Gesundheit. One, two, three. <laughs> you chicken for proper modulation? Yeah. Proper modulation. <laughs> AARP. Are you kidding me? Did you sign up yet? Next, they're going to be sending me life alert freaking letters. Yeah, did you sign up for that too? Yeah, because you're old as fuck. No, I didn't sign up for that. You got your. your what are you going to do when you fall and you can't get up? Yeah, I'm gonna say I've fallen, and I can't get up. Do do you want? You have to say it three times now. <laughs> um, do you do you want me to get you a walker? I got I got extra money in my FSA. I need to spend. He'll even put the tennis balls on it for you. Yeah, yeah, you can do. I'll even buy like the official ones, not even the the tennis balls. I'll get you like the official walker slider tennis ball. Just get you a clapper and hook it up to a siren or something. Yeah. I can do that. Remember the Wait, clapper? Take a clapper and hook it up to what? I had a that, siren. I had that oh. in the army. The clapper. <laughs> Get a shot for that? No, the doctor told me to use lighter fluid. 
Turn it off. He said, but don't Drink stand it too close. Drink until the light up on the other end. <laughs> George, I told you. I told you. Uh, George, I told you to get a clapper for cyanide. I was like, what? <laughs> like, damn, taking an extreme, falling, might as well kill yourself. Ooh. How old are you, Kevin? Why would I need a clapper for cyanide? I don't know. If my arms work, I might as well just pour it down my throat instead of clapping and waiting for it to. They, they make it in a suppository now. <laughs> cyanide. Yeah, yeah. It's- <laughs> so that's why you need the clapper. You know what they? You know what we called that in the eighties? AIDS. <laughs> ah, shit. Sorry. Hey, I remember. I was. Yeah, that was during my time. Yep. I'm fifty-five. How old are you? Fifty-two. Yeah, I'm always. Oh man. Oh, so now I see the conversation has turned. In my mind. <laughs> So what are we going to do when we fall down in the park, George? I don't go to the park. Every I mean, I senior just, yeah. citizen must have life alert. If you spend time alone and worry about how you get help if you fell at a medical emergency or an accident, protect yourself the way these people do with Life Call, the 24-hour emergency response service. Simply by pressing this button, you can instantly summon life an ambulance, call? your doctor, your family, even your next-door neighbor. All without picking We're up sending the phone. The ambulance, Just Mr. press Fletcher. this button, speak into the air. I've fallen and I can't get up. We're sending help immediately, Mrs. Fletcher. Don't be caught <laughs> alone. Fletcher. Call this toll-free number now for your free no-obligation information about life call. It saved my life. It saved my life. Ah, can- uh, shit. Hey, Kevin, you remember the little helicopter thing that it was like on a boom and it had a central, like, little... Oh yeah, dude! I had, had one of those sticks. What was that called? I had one of those when I was a kid, the Whirly Bird or something like that. Yeah, uh, something like that. What is it? Whirly it was a little. It was a helicopter, bird. and it was on like a, a tether, and it spun around on an axis like a little pod. And that pod had a little control unit that came out from it, and had two sticks. Yeah, one was like you know your forward motion. It was the and, Whirly Bird. Uh, it it actually, it actually flew. It had it was like a four channel heli had. Uh, you know, fixed pitch blades. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I, I definitely have one of these because I got really freaking pretty good with it. Used to pick stuff up with it and drop it off and yeah, burn yeah, the building. That's right. it, had, it had a hook, didn't it? Yeah, uh, that was a whirly bird. Whirly bird helicopter is what it was called. It took like two D batteries in the middle piece there. <laughs> 